0: Tonight's episode of the Bill Simmons Podcast, The Ringer Podcast Network, brought to you as always by ZipRecruiter. You know what's smart? Giving a bunch of money to LeBron James and hoping he'll change your franchise. Normally that's smart. 2019, not smart. Turns out that wasn't smart this year. Maybe it'll be smart next year. Not this year though. You know what else is smart? Go to ZipRecruiter.com BS to hire the right people for your business. Their technology identifies people with the right skills for your job, actively invites them to apply. Get qualified candidates fast. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Meanwhile, did you know not all alcohol products are required to list their ingredients? Oh, yeah. That was news to me. Bud Light is changing the game. They believe that we deserve to know our beer's ingredients, so they put an ingredients label right on their packaging. Bud Light, brewed with hops, barley, water, rice. No corn syrup, no preservatives, no artificial flavors. Find out what ingredients are in your beer. Bud Light, enjoy responsibly. AB, Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, We're also brought to you by TheRinger.com, the world's greatest website that is loaded with great stuff this week, including our awesome NFL draft guide, if you love that, and... We have an NBA draft guide. We're not that far away. Kevin O'Connor is coming up later. He's one of the people uh, writing for it, and uh, that is happening too. So stay tuned. Go to the ringer.com. Read all of our Bachelor coverage, including uh, Roger Sherman's recaps. The Fun Out is coming up. Bachelor Party hosted by Juliet Libman. She's coming up in a second to talk about the new Hulu show that we're doing. And then check out the J.J. Reddick podcast. He had Tobias Harris um, last week, which was good. And then he's got a really special guest coming up this next one that I think is going to be one of the best ones he's had, if not the best one. I don't want to spoil it. Just subscribe now. Also subscribe to Winging It with uh, Vince Carter, Kent Bazemore, Annie Finberg. Those are our two NBA player podcasts right now. And the Ringer NBA show where Isaac Lee is one of the producers for it. Yeah. Um, That is heating up as well, especially as we get closer with March Madness and The Draft, One Shining Podcast, our college basketball podcast as well. Mark Titus is coming up in a second. We're going to be talking about The Bachelor, And then we're going to be talking about Zion Williamson and whether he should come back or not to Duke. And then a little NBA roundtable trying to figure out um, what the hell just happened with LeBron James this season, which now it appears that the Lakers are going to be tanking. We're going to talk about that. Quick little playoff snapshot of who we like heading into the the most boring stretch of the NBA season right before we have the MVP to argue about. All that is coming up. First, our friends from Pearl Jam. (laughs) All right. Here with me is one of the stars of Can I Steal You For A Second, the show we did for Hulu. I can't believe we were able to book her on the podcast, Julia Lidman. Hey. So we're doing this show. It's on Hulu. It's You can find it. It stays on Hulu. One of the great things about doing a show for a streaming service, it's there. It went up today, Thursday, and it is going to be up there Friday and Saturday and Sunday and Monday and leading up to the season finale of one of the craziest Bachelor seasons. ever Ever. Colton, the Virgin Colton, the fence jumping Virgin,
1: (laughs) um, as a sports expert, where do you rank his, his fence jump in the pantheon of great feats of athleticism?
0: It reminded me of Bo Jackson, that, that one (laughs) clip when he's makes the catch and then just runs up the side of the wall.
1: Bo Jackson, that's really elite.
0: I wanna know. It's unfortunately like if this was in LA, we could have actually gone to the spot and tried to reenact it. I know. But he's in Portugal. Yes. And uh this is what happened on last week's bachelor episode. He gets dumped for the what, the seventh time? Yeah. No uh, bachelor's fourth. ever fourth time. It was time. the fourth, yeah. No bachelor's ever been dumped this many times on his own show. And uh storms off and there's this giant gate, and you've all seen it online. He. he just easily vaults the gate. Not easily. Even,
1: not hard at all.
0: It's like an eight foot gate.
1: It was like taking a step, and he just went over it.
0: Um, best Chris Harrison performance ever, probably. Probably his ever. reaction,
1: incredible. Now
0: my question is: they probably had one camera. Did they film his reaction after? Was it like a broadcast oh. news situation?
1: Oh, interesting. They
0: they were like, let's go back. I'll, I'll make myself cry, or right. I'll make myself look shocked.
1: No, I I think what we saw was like what happened. I don't. Think- I
0: think I think they filmed it after.
1: Of Chris Harrison walking towards the fence? Yeah. Really?
0: I think they had Colton and then they're like, holy shit. And then they said, hey, Chris Harrison, let's refilm this. <laughs> refilm your reaction. Just pretend to be stupefied. But Chris Harrison was still stupefied, so it was Yeah, fine. It, was, it was
1: still wild. And I love the moment where you hear so, a producer off camera yelling, somebody call Chris. Yeah. That was amazing.
0: So the Virgin, he gets gets to the fantasy suites. Mm-hmm. and uh, And first one doesn't, doesn't dive in. No. Turns her down. That's, that's gotta be a special, special kind of rejection.
1: She seemed disappointed too. I know. She was ready. She She was, she was ready. I mean, yeah, she's been on this show. She thinks she's in love with him. She hasn't had the opportunity to hook up with anyone else in two months. So she's ready to go. And yeah, she's turned down by a virgin. That sucks.
0: She was approaching it like it was a game seven. (laughs) She took her pregame nap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was really ready to perform in front of the crowd. And then the game was canceled.
1: Yeah. And then she had to tell the camera directly that they did not have sex. That was pretty wild.
0: That was pretty wild.
1: And like, she definitely wore her best sexiest outfit, like showing a lot of cleavage. She was all fired up and he just couldn't do it.
0: It seems like there was more going on than just rejection. For her? It was more like a. What's going on here? Kind of look on her face.
1: Yeah, well, like, what do you think they did all night? Just hang out? Like, I don't know. I don't she know. Sounds boring. He doesn't seem that fun. I don't know. So it, she just was not happy when she Kyle. Woke when up. you
0: when you lose your virginity, do you think? Do you think it's going to be with somebody you love, or you're just going to want to get it over with? I think for most guys, it's just trying to get it over with. So you don't yeah, have to lie about it. That's anymore. that's what Colin. This is, it's,
1: <laughs> he, but he is it so actually made more sense it. to
0: get to get it over with because he really loves Cassie, and at least he would have some experience then.
1: Some, I mean, one day's worth. Imagine being second and third in this fan. If, saying he had done it, saying it had gone normally. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if you want to be first, second, or third. I guess third, but like it's just a very weird.
0: So you t- so on the Hulu show we did, which you're on with um with um Lauren Zima.
1: Yes. Who friend.
0: we're able to secure, very talented host, who's good, been on good Bachelor friend. Party many times. Yes. And then Ben Higgins, ben the love Higgins, of your life. Love so of my he was life. on that too. And then Rachel Lindsay, who who is terrific.
1: I'd like her to be one of my best friends. Rachel's so dope.
0: She's definitely the coolest person who's ever passed through the ringer, uh, Vortex
1: and definitely the Bachelor as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was too cool for the Bachelorette. She sized up these dudes. So anyway, during this fantastic one and a half hour show we did, um, which is very ringery and has winners and losers and MVPs and all the kind of things, like it, it feels like us. Yeah, the, the show. But this came up: where would you want to be in the fantasy suite pecking order? Yeah, and both of them, Ben and Rachel, both said that it wasn't their choice. And Ben didn't know who was first, second, third, but Rachel said she at least asked. So then it got me thinking: what is the right order, and how do you put it? Like, because each one, right? Especially for the guys, they have the one they probably they know they, they want, they kept around just for the fantasy suite. Then they're gonna get rid of them.
1: Rachel kept saying that that like the guys decide really early who it is, but like the yeah. bachelors, but the bachelorettes like give more people a chance, which I thought was kind of an interesting gender insight.
0: Well, the insinuation seems to be that. The fantasy suite, you really have to earn your keep. Yeah. In the suite. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If something goes wrong, you're out. <laughs> Who's the one yeah. who had like performance issues?
1: Um what do you mean? Like who did I thought there was one with the
0: bachelorette with the bachelorette and it was like it didn't go great and it was insinuated there's performance issues. Oh. Not in this season, on another season.
1: I think Andy insinuated that about Nick, perhaps. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah,
0: but I think it was more than an insinuation.
1: I don't know. He famously at, at the, after the final rose was like, why did you make love to me if you weren't in love with me or something like that? Right. So that was a whole messy thing.
0: Um. So anyway, I don't know what my order would be, but I think it says a lot about a person, which is sure. why I'm afraid to answer.
1: Sure. Well, <laughs> some things that Rachel and Ben told us was that she said that Peter and Brian both asked what order they were in. Another thing that was really interesting to me was that they said that you don't know, but then I said to them, but you could figure it out. So I feel like there's like some like willful delusion because you know if you're first, you know when you've arrived in wherever you are. So if it's not like the second day that you're in Portugal, you're not first. So...
0: I think three and seven days is disgusting. Just in general, it's just like unseemly
1: is absurd i mean
0: look i'm from a different generation day on day
1: off day on yeah.
0: day off yeah my, my 20s were spent with just everyone was in fear of aids at all times so <laughs> i probably not the right person to answer this but that just seems like a lot yeah three in a week and and also like with somebody who is allegedly in love with at least one of those people
1: yeah don't you feel bad if you're in love with one of them i mean it's just
0: my it's guess weird. is like you just get drunk
1: yeah i think you drink
0: I think you get tipsy and then just things kind of happen.
1: Sure. Also, it's like your first time being alone together. So that's like, must be so weird. You're just like, there's no, oh, there's no one else around. Like, what do we do? Yeah.
0: I mean, it, I would think you would. If you're really into each other, you're really into each other,
1: just go for You'd it. Like,
0: this is great. But Let's that's go. The, that's
1: why the Tasha and Colton thing is so weird because they were alone. They had the, op- I mean, they probably, I mean, as Colton said, he's, he's not unexperienced. He's done other stuff, but like, it just sounds so boring.
0: Well, he's the least horny bachelor they've ever had. He's, unhorny to the Ka- point of re- real confusion
1: except for Heather and except for Hannah and Cassie he's he's hot for them
0: yeah but he makes out with them like a seventh grader
1: yeah and also he does a lot of <laughs> butt grabbing
0: yeah it's it's very odd cuz you know i'm i just comparing it to the behavior i see on some of the other terrible shows i watch like
1: what temptation island
0: or ch- the challenge, challenge sure. or um the uh siesta key which i'm forced to watch every (laughs) week with my daughter and siesta key all those dudes are in heat at all times just trying to hook up with anything sure and if you leave any of the guys in that show alone with any good looking woman for five minutes like they're gonna make a move and then you watch colton who is with the same woman for eight hours who's hitting him over the head with
1: he's gotta be so psyched out i mean come on it's also like this entire his entire journey was about how he's a virgin. So like the build up to the fantasy suites, like it was all coming down to this. Talk about there's ever going to be a time you performance anxiety.
0: I guess, but isn't the, isn't that actually the best time? Like uh, your your expectations are all time low. <laughs> you, you're basically the Sacramento Kings. So you, even if you win a game at home, it's exciting.
1: <laughs> I mean, like- the
0: girl can't be expecting you know a marathon session.
1: I think the craziest part about about Colton and Tasia not having sex. Not that surprising. The fact that they so openly talked about it after. Yeah. That they didn't even, like, wasn't even, like, let people guess. Right. That she just told the camera.
0: Who's the third person who hasn't gone yet?
1: Hannah G. She looks like a doll.
0: Hannah G is the beauty pageant one?
1: No. No. She's, like, the one that he um, had the really, like, hot date with in Vietnam, I think, with, like, the shower, oh, and she, like assaulted the massage.
0: Him. Oh, well, that was one of the key conversations in our Hulu show.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: We... And I I helped with the production of this show, and this was one of the things I demanded to be discussed. What happens if a, if a bachelor boner is comes into play?
1: Yes, and what do they
0: do? What does the crew do? How do you hide it? Ben- do they have to cut out and? <laughs>
1: Ben well, we, was very instructive. We
0: did not expect Ben Higgins to really answer it in, in a really profound and uh, an extensive I, way.
1: I learned a lot as a woman. I learned a lot. You know,
0: it was like the Peyton Manning detail, detail ESPN Plus show, but uh, but about boners.
1: I really recommend uh, watching the show if for no reason but to hear Ben talk about that. It's worth it.
0: The two best parts of the show—not that I didn't enjoy the whole show, but the—it's—it's it's a five-minute erection conversation. Oh,
1: yes, a full five, on five minutes, minutes. It,
0: and really one of the most important erection conversations ever. Maybe I really a, learned a lot.
1: Certainly of this year so far, of 2019. But no. we
0: learned that the promo photo for Ben's season. <laughs>
1: Shows him having a giant erection. He
0: has a boner in it. Yes. And you look at it, you're like, oh my God, that's a boner.
1: I can't believe no one noticed that sooner.
0: He looks like Will Ferrell in Anchorman when when he's t- hitting on Christina Applegate and all of a sudden yes. the camera pans back and he's <laughs> yeah. got a boner and she's like, oh, you have an erection. And he's like, my God. Oh.
1: So obviously I wanted to go back to 2016, I think it was, or 15, 16 to figure out like if there was a conversation about this but first of all hard to google because what are you going to google ben higgins boner ben higgins erection like
0: yeah boner erection
1: a little dicey you don't know what kind of results you're going to get there and so i just did some like just smart yeah so i i didn't want to do that so it was hard to research but I was Ben's first fan. I'm just going to say. Yeah. When Jacoby and I were doing the right reasons, I was like really into Ben H. And I was so excited when he became The Bachelor. And I think I would have been aware of this conversation if people were like, "Um, Ben's main publicity photo, he has a huge boner. I don't think it was discussed at the time.
0: Well, it's one of those things where if you look at it, it looks like, you know, bathing suit, there's air in it. Sometimes it pops out and that's what you assume it is. But then when Ben's saying, no, actually, that's my boner.
1: (laughs) And then you zoom in. (laughs) You look at the picture and you're like, oh yeah, it is. So okay. that was,
0: that was one of my favorite parts. And then the other, just one of the most needed five minutes of content ever is the Bachelor in Paradise fantasy draft. Oh yeah. Which, um, you know, as we've said for years, the Bachelor and the Bachelorette is a feeder system for Bachelor in Paradise though. It uh, is 100%. It's basically, you know, Zion Williamson is at Duke for a year. It's all leading to the NBA for Zion. And that's what this show is. And we had a Zion this year. We had a Zion level prospect.
1: Absolutely, Demi, and she Demi. she came she came through at the woman tell all, being very extra, and they even nodded to the fact that she'd be in paradise. So
0: she was number one draft pick. She was amazing in the woman tell all and had one of the best lines. And for some reason, they didn't sell it. She taunted Colton about how he missed out with her in the fantasy suite. <laughs>
1: She it was, was like, I would have given you, I think she's like, I would have given you a great lay or something. It was, no, she
0: said, yeah, yeah, you had a great time with me in the fantasy suite. You missed out or whatever she said. And amazing. It, it was like listening to Michael Jordan taunt the Blazers that they didn't pick him <laughs> in the 1984 draft.
1: So good. What
0: a way. Now, if he had picked her, that would have been quite a way to uh, to lose it.
1: It probably would have been better because she was like, I like to be dominant in the bedroom. I think that would have been good for him.
0: Yeah, she she was like a rational confidence. Yes,
1: that would have been better for him. Yeah. She would have led the way. She would have made it like not awkward because her personality is that, is that way. I, he should have chosen her specifically for that reason. But he's At a, least
0: keep her for the final three.
1: He's not a good game manager. That's been clear this whole time. And a, a, smarter guy, a smarter game manager would have been like, I need Demi to help. She should have gone first. And so then he was like primed for two and three.
0: Well, you know my rule in life. When somebody is shirtless a lot, they're trying to cover something up. And usually it's the complete lack of a personality. (laughs) Because, and on Siesta Key, which my daughter forces me to watch every week, there's a guy, Garrett, who's similar to Colton. He has no personality. And he's shirtless constantly. And like his abs is kind of his calling card. Sure. He puts his uh, body
1: up front so you don't like think about who he is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's the move. That's why Kyle is shirtless all the time.
1: <laughs> oh, God damn it.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Kyle is actually he doesn't need he has so much personality. He doesn't, doesn't need, need to. But the people who are shirtless a lot, it's a red flag.
1: I agree. Absolutely um, agree.
0: So what well, so would you give for the season for for a grade?
1: I gave it a solid B. I thought it was pretty good.
0: I liked on the show, I thought Rachel broke it down how the first half was a D and then the second half was an A minus. I actually would go A for the second half.
2: Yeah, I thought the Fence Jump
0: episode was an iconic Bachelor episode. Of all time. This is a show that's been around now for 37 seasons and (laughs) 15, 16 years, something like that. I think they said 17 years. Yeah, that was one of the five most, what is the top five? Uh, Moments ever? Just like that'll live on. I feel like it's that one. It's it's the guy switching. Switching oh, yeah. picks.
1: You mean Jason Mesnick? Yes, that one. I also think um the well, Jake and Vienna breakup is up there. That was really... They
0: showed a clip of that on the Women Tell All, and I, remember I forgot watching, how dark that was. I remember
1: watching it. You're just an evil person.
0: Yeah, and she walked
1: off the set.
0: <laughs> she was. Uh, I think when What's Her Face and Nick just started going at it, and it wasn't even a fantasy suite.
1: Oh, Caitlyn and Nick?
0: That was fantastic.
1: Caitlin's the goat. I love that Caitlin one. Caitlin is the best lead bachelor Caitlin's and bachelor my favorite ever. She's I completely one of my agree. favorite
0: reality characters ever.
1: I completely agree. And then
0: uh, who was the one who in the water went at the, the really aggressive one?
1: Oh, Courtney Robertson and Ben Flannick with the, the ocean coitus.
0: Ocean coitus was great.
1: That um, season's kind of lost to time. No one really talks about it, but it was a good one.
0: It was a good one. It
1: but. was good because the villain won. No one liked Courtney, and Ben chose her, so it worked out well for the, but they, for the show. They
0: stayed together for like a week. A
1: minute, yeah, a minute. I they
0: mean, had, the reality is, none of these people ever stay together.
1: Colton has no chance to make it a relationship with any of the women who are left. Let's say he even does, like, go to Tasha and Hannah and Hannah, and like, actually, I'm in love He's with. He's not you. picking either of those. No, I don't think so either. There's no chance for him. And, and then even, there's just no way. There's no way for any of these to work out. But that's like, they're all so young. Like Hannah and Cassie are 23 anyway. Like it's not, it, it shouldn't work out. Like have some more fun first.
0: Well, as you know, I watch these shows now and I identify with the dad. Of course. And I really liked how Cassie's dad handled this whole thing. I would be immediately suspicious of somebody who showed up with a camera crew and asked for my hand in marriage while he was also dating four other people. And I know what the show is and how everybody hasn't gone to the fantasy suite yet. I'd be like, guess what? No, fuck <laughs> off. They, yeah, I'm not giving you permission. Come back after this is over and maybe I'll let you marry my daughter. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Because by the way, I guess he's not paying. I guess the bachelor, does the bachelor pay who pays for the wedding.
1: Um they no, just pay they, for the ring. They just pay for the ring, yeah.
0: Yeah. So the dad's gotta pay for the wedding.
1: Yeah. And it's and like, he just, fuck you, dude. And he, Come back. And also like just date. See how it goes. Yeah. Date. How about date for A six year, months he, and then
0: I'll pay for the wedding. Totally. I completely so, agree. And then that dude flew to uh Portugal and basically cock the 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 entire relationship. She
1: was relieved. She needed someone to give her the out. She wanted the out. And and her dad did it. She, he came through for her.
0: She's very pretty. I'm not sure um, if she has a personality either. And I think that the no personality combo there is is really one for the ages. Would have been another- Sometimes that happens. Sometimes two people with no personalities end up together.
1: Yeah, because you like finds like, you know?
0: Yeah. And you just kind of sit there in silence. and
1: They sort of look alike to me as well. Sim- similar, like, aesthetics.
0: Well, she should have taken a long look at Colton's dad.
1: I don't think he was such a unhandsome older man.
0: Yeah, but notice not a lot of not
1: not a lot of hair. Not a
0: lot of hair in the top there. Yeah. That's where Col- Colton's got about <laughs> two years left. He can be shirtless all he wants, but guess what?
1: He doesn't have to shave it. He's too.
0: looking like Ed Harris in about a year.
1: He already has some hair issues that came through this season, I think.
0: Yeah. I still can't figure that dude out. He clearly wants to be famous. 100%. He, uh...
1: He's been living in LA during the season. That's rare. Most bachelors like stay in their hometown while it's airing.
0: Is Colton our bartender three years from now at some place in Hollywood that Dear we're God, like, I oh hope my so. God, we're at the San Vicente bungalow.
1: <laughs> fingers it, crossed. Fingers
0: crossed. <laughs> and it's like, oh my God, Colton just made me an old fashioned.
1: I would love that. Can we just hire him to be a bartender at a party?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Kyle might get threatened. Would yeah. you get threatened if we adopted Colton as like our a, a bartender? You're kind of our bartender. I'd like to be. Yeah. We should have more parties. We just can't have another party ever.
1: Ever. It's a new era. See you at a, thir- era. at a third party location for a lovely <laughs> a- evening of one glass of wine.
0: It's a Thursday night party from 8 to 8.20. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you there. Here's you your one drink ticket. Three sips
1: of wine and oh then you have to Lord. leave. Oh my Lord.
0: 2019 is something. All right. So Hulu, you can watch right now. It is called Can I Steal You For A Second? Congratulations on, on your EP <laughs> slash uh, streaming star debut.
1: Thanks, man. And it's then a, Bachelor all Party. You. Yeah. If you want to
0: hear the uh, reaction to the season finale, which is Monday night, and then there's our show Tuesday, after.
1: Monday and Tuesday. So you
0: got podcasts coming Monday and Tuesday as well. Bachelor yeah. Party. A long running franchise. Used to be the right reasons. Dave Jacoby, uh, he dumped us and we kept it going anyway. So. We've been
1: doing this since 2012. Yeah. It's a long time.
0: And then Jacoby left.
1: R.I.P. Jacoby. He left us. Love Jacoby, though.
0: He left us. He, he went to the Miami Heat. Um, <laughs> all right. Thanks, Julia. Thanks, Bill. All right. Mark Titus is coming up in one second. First, the new Microsoft Surface Pro 6 can help you get things done whether you're on the field or running a business. Take Brian Arakpo and Michael Griffin, two former NFL teammates who have opened a cupcake shop. With the Surface Pro, they can do everything they need from setting schedules to creating promotions for social media. designing new flavors. Plus it's light, super fast, has a great battery life. Brian and Mike are proving you can tackle all your passions with the power and speed of the new Surface Pro 6. All right, let's bring in Titus. All right, Mark Titus is here from uh, the One Shining Podcast Mm -hmm. or One Shining Podcast. Mm-hmm. The One Shining Podcast. Either way, OSP with a palm tree through it. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's another way to. Yeah, nephew it. Kyle has a tattooed <laughs> on his arm. He loves it so much. We were talking in the office yesterday about um, Zion. Yeah, of course. Because I feel like I'm on this corner, basically, all alone or mostly alone, where I just don't understand how this immediately turned into a referendum on whether the NCA is evil and. Yeah, why college athletes shouldn't play, and they're getting taken advantage of, and I'm like, A, can we just mourn the fact that this guy got hurt 38 seconds into the best college game in like five years, and then B, has anyone talking about this ever played sports? Yeah. explain to America what it's like to be on a college team and how much fun it is. It's the, the most fun.
3: It's uh, uh, yeah, it was it was very frustrating because I am I am pro pain players. I hate the NCAA. Uh, Me too. Maybe not as much as a lot of people, but I definitely think. You know, it's it's messed up to have an organization that says, uh, we we are an amateur enterprise, but at the same time, they whore themselves out and to billion dollar TV deals, all this kind of stuff. Like I, I'm I'm on board with all that. Um, the problem is is like the way people react to this stuff makes me then puts me in a position where I'm defending them And I hate right. that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because me it's like, like people start talking. like People genuinely use the word slavery to describe college <laughs> athletes. And I just want to bang my head against the wall. Like you're not helping the cause yeah. when you start doing that. Um, But no, and, and, and the, the really frustrating thing is that Zion Williamson is not the the guy. He's not the martyr that you want for this. Like Ben Simmons is the guy. Yeah. That's the guy. He didn't want to be there. He he's made it clear. He's rated he rated ready on there. his team and yeah. did. That's the guy that you should have been like, This is a problem that he's, you know, put in the system. Zion wants to be there. He loves Duke. He loves his teammates. Um, Everything about, we know about the guys, like, I I just didn't understand why he became like the the martyr. Everyone wanted him to basically be a martyr and like sit out the rest of the year, stick it to the NCAA, which by the way, was never going to work. You know what happens if Zion Williamson announced today? He's like, I'm done for the season. I think it's unfair that I'm not getting paid. Uh, This is, this is a crock of shit and I, I'm boycotting. You know what the NCAA is going to say? Okay. Cool. So yeah. yeah. We're 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 gonna be fine without you, Zion. Thanks for guess what? We're not changing anything. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Thanks for so, your input though. It's not like it's actually going to do anything. Um yeah, it was it was very bizarre it's it's very frustrating.
0: I love the whole when people weigh in and be like, He shouldn't play anymore. He's proven his point. Yeah. He's he's already he's already gotten where he needs to go. He's gonna be the number one pick. Um No? Yeah. <laughs> These are his friends right. that he met in August, and these are all his boys, yeah. and this is his one chance to ever like try to win a title yeah. with these guys. And now, if he's hurt, if he's hurt, it's another thing. Or if his knee's ninety percent, not one hundred percent, like yeah, I see it, right. But they said he's healthy. I mean, I'm sure he can come back. Maybe next week he'd be one hundred percent. And the dude wants to play with his buddies right. and try to win the title and talk about it 40 years from now. The other thing that's really
3: annoying is this idea that if Zion Williamson turns his ankle, if he comes back against to play Carolina this weekend and he turns his ankle, he's going to be bagging groceries for the rest of his life. It's <laughs> yeah. like how people act like it. Like, yeah, he's going to be the number one pick. Like, he's fine. He's going to be – and I guess, like, my perspective is just being friends with Odin um, and yeah. watching him. You know, he was hurt his whole freshman year. He set out for first half of freshman year at Ohio State. There were injury concerns, like, the whole way – he gets drafted, obviously doesn't play right away. He's got micro-fracture, gets a million micro... This dude was hurt, like, his whole career. He's very wealthy. <laughs> he made a yeah. lot of money. He's got a great life. And I know that there's a big difference between, like, $30 million and $300 million. But uh, I don't know. that. Just everyone frames it like, if 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 his shoe busts open again, Zion Williamson will he'll have to get his legs amputated and will never, you know... He'll be making 750 an hour
0: at, at Ralph's. You also, know? Like, this that's isn't not gonna football happen. where... Yeah. He could have like a severe concussion and he'd get paralyzed. He yeah. could break his leg in nine places. It's really hard for a basketball player, you know, to get hurt in a situation where if he wasn't on the court for an NCAA team, guess what? He'd be playing basketball right. anyway. Right? It's the same danger exactly. every pickup game, every whatever. He's It's not like he's going to stop playing basketball. I mean, yeah, he's playing against bigger, exactly. stronger dudes, you know, when you're playing against North Carolina, yeah. but you're still... I actually think you could get more trouble playing in pickup games oh, because yeah. those guys don't totally know how to play. Absolutely. The I'm worst with you on possible that. games are when, like, the football team decides to play. I'm with you play. on that. I'm with you on that. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah. guys don't know what they're doing. Yeah. We play, I play uh,
3: pickup uh, at Ohio State sometimes with the lacrosse coaches. And oh my God, I feel like I'm
0: going to die. Those guys just yeah. throw forearm, forearms and stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, well, the other thing with Zion, he, He's put Duke in a really fascinating position, which is the other, we didn't talk about this yesterday, but I've been thinking about it. Coach K kind of can't win with this. Yeah. If I'm Coach K, I actually don't want him to come back because if he comes back, now it's like, well, Coach K obviously put pressure on him. So he's immediately the villain, no matter how this turns out. If Zion somehow got hurt again, or if maybe they misdiagnosed the knee, the downside for Coach K right? Is like incalculable. He's better off like Zion not coming back at all. If I was Coach K, I would be making test after test after yeah. test to make sure because this would be like the biggest black mark on his legacy if Zion got hurt again. I think
3: that's why he's probably holding them out right now. Oh, that's not, why. They're being it's not that you co- think it's why. Yeah. It's why because I'm sure like. He probably could have come back. Like I don't know. I'm not. I'm just speculating, obviously. But the injury does not seem severe whatsoever. It feels like something that he could have probably come back even in the second half of the Carolina game. Like if if he really wanted to, he probably could have just kept playing in the Carolina. Right. Game. If it was Game Seven, so Warriors, like, yeah, Cavs, he yeah. would have been back. He probably would have been back. Um, and they're holding him out. Like it's. And there's probably because of what you said. Yeah. Like they they know what they're doing. It's really delicate. Um. But yeah, just the, the conversations around it is, is is it's it's very frustrating. That's that's the only way I describe it. It's just well, I like think,
0: I think people want to have the conversations and they look for a catalyst, yeah. but sometimes it's the wrong catalyst. But they're like, "Cool, we get to have this conversation." It's like, "No, no, yeah. not this time." We're we're actually just bummed out that and Zion like, got hurt. Can anybody stop and
3: like ask the kid what he wants? That was all the the weird thing yeah. is like, you you build these stories. Like it's it, it's selfish to or. I don't know. It, pe- people think it's selfish to make Zion come back and and all that kind of stuff. It, to me, it's selfish to not ask him what he wants and then to just like put this expectation on his back and be like, Zion, we need you to sit out because we're fighting this war against the NCAA. And if you, that play, you don't care about that. You don't care about you'd be you. Be rich you, you love your friends. And to, yeah, you made the point. I mean, like these next five weeks of Zion Williams' life and RJ Barrett and Cam Reddish and Trey. All these guys. These next five weeks of their lives are going to be the five weeks, assuming everything goes as it probably will for Duke that they will talk about for the rest of their lives. Zion Williamson could win six NBA titles and he's probably still good. Like you see with like Jordan. Jordan is tied to Carolina. He loves Carolina. He's like all about Carolina and he's he's got the whole Carolina tie. Jordan doesn't live in Chicago right now. Jordan wasn't trying, you know, like these guys are tied to college.
0: That is, that will always be the case. I even found that with the KD podcast he did. And he's like, he loves Texas more than anything. He was there for like seven and a half months. Zion Williamson. Like that one team he was on, those are all like his boys.
3: He could win six title NBA titles. And he, I guarantee when he's like 95 years old and you ask him like his favorite basketball memories, he's going to say in 2019, me and my friends at Duke, we won the national championship. Like that's the thing that he's going to remember the most. So this idea that. Well, and the other thing is,
0: and you understand this more than anybody, you know, for a lot of these guys, this is the first time they've ever not lived at home for an extended period of time. Um, where they've had a nice room mm-hmm. and just food available all the times. And I mean, that was something Katie talked about where he was like, you know, he had a really rough childhood and he went to Texas. He like, he had a room yeah. and, and a bed and, he had meals that uh-huh. he didn't have to worry about and was just like really happy there for the first time. Well, college, college for these guys is the
3: one time that they make a decision for themselves. There's not yeah. their parents or their guardians. The parents or guardians tell them where they're going to go to high school, where they're going or to what live, a. A. Team kind of play for. And even when they get drafted to the pros, they're drafted into the team. And they're, they're told you're going to be playing for this team. College is the one time that you say, I'm going to pick to
0: play here. I'm going to spend my life here. Um, and I'm going to be treated yeah. like, it's basically like you're staying at a really fun hotel. Yeah. And the other thing we had a couple freshman year, we had a couple basketball players on our floor actually. Yeah. And it's just hilarious. Like they're sleeping all the time. They're, <laughs> they're up late at night. They're eat, like their whole schedule is yeah. completely out of whack with everyone else on campus. And then they're there during the winters mm-hmm. when everybody else is gone and they're just kind of locked in with the women's basketball players. That's really anybody who, that's it. Who's on campus for three weeks. And they're just really bonded in this profound way. They're there all the time. Now, I don't know. Maybe the internet has changed that a little bit in video games. But for the most part, you're really just all in it together. So to ask somebody like him to be like, yeah, you should just stop playing. Yeah. Like, there's no way that's happening. Yeah, there's no way it's happening. Yeah. Every, every friend I have
3: from Ohio State, and this is going to sound sad, but it's not. It just speaks to like the experience of being on a team. Every single person I still talk to from my four years at Ohio State had something to do with the basketball team. Yeah, I don't have a single friend that I was like in an accounting class with, and or like I met at a frat party and we became buddies or anything like that. It was I just didn't have time for that. I was with the basketball guys always, so it's like managers, coaches, players, and like those are all my my college friends that I have. And, and you and I'm I really both close with all of them. So
0: and we had the same role on our teams, although you were way more successful than I was, but. You know, the bus rides was really where we showed. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. The bus rides, the ball busting, mm-hmm. the the chronicling whatever the fuck was happening. Um, you know, I'm sure these dudes are together constantly. And even though RJ Barrett and Cam Reddish and those are going to be three of the top five picks, I'm sure he's just like buddies with those dudes. It also seems like Zion's just like the greatest guy. He's awesome. He yeah. just tries really hard. He has no ego whatsoever. No, yeah, uh, he's the all best. he wants to do is win basketball games. He there's nothing else going on.
3: I've been I've been waiting for like something to to rip on him about and it just doesn't you know just because um, he's
0: perfect yeah he's just he's just kind of perfect it's like he checks every box. It's, it's Duke
3: is like the worst thing about him. But I mean, at this point, it's like I don't know.
0: But well, when he turned your your partner Tate, who's diehard UNC. Tate's losing um, his mind. Yeah, Tate's losing his mind. Follow Tate on loves- social media. There's yeah. there's been some mind losing. <laughs> um, Tate's Instagram is off the, the rails. The Tate, it's-, <laughs> it's all cause Duke. The the real object of his affection is Zion Williamson, who's uh-huh. under Coach K's spell. Yeah. He's torn. Yeah. Poor Dude, Tate. Uh, so th- this whole idea
3: about him sitting out, do you think there's a correlation with the NBA and the Anthony Davis and the, um? I mean, I know you, you've talked about this a lot and you and Rosillo, I love you guys for it, are very much like, can we pump the brakes on this player empowerment stuff? Yeah. Um, is there a relation to that, do you think, in terms of like people wanting Zion to sit out? Because I, I mean, I, I brought this up to you. I feel like the future of basketball is everybody sits out and, like, there's just no basketball games. It's just staring contest. No one realizes that there's no games. It's just, we, we get shots of like the NBA players walking in with their whatever they're wearing and they're holding their little handbags. And we get those shots of them on Instagram. And then we tweet about stuff and trade rumors and all that kind of stuff. And games are like never actually played. Guys are sitting out for their next contracts college players are sitting out for their draft positions. Well, we both There's like Monday no Night Raw. It's basically yeah, Monday it's, Night Raw. Really it's just the is. entrances. It's like, yeah, like Brock Lesnar. Like, Brock Lesnar never wrestles. He just shows up and just stands there. It's yeah. like that sort of thing. Um, you think guys should have managers? Like Kyrie really, could have a manager? Really
0: <laughs> <could>. <laughs> Kyrie's manager comes out. There's been a lot of talk about Kyrie Irving and mm. what kind of
3: player he is. <laughs> That's really, I don't know. It, it, it's really frustrating because, yeah, we're on the same page with this. It's just, when I was growing up, and again, I, I sound... I'm going to defend you because people are going to rip you for being like an old dude who's out of touch or whatever. I'm the same age as a lot of the NBA guys, you know, like this is my generation of guys that are in the league. Um, And it's just weird to me because these thoughts like never, and obviously I'm not as good as those guys and all that kind of stuff. But like when we were growing up, like I don't remember people talking about money with basketball. It wasn't like even Greg being friends with him. He was never like, okay, if I do X, Y, Z, if I go to Ohio state versus going to Indiana state, then maybe I'll make more money. And maybe I'll sign with Nike instead of Puma, or you know, like these thoughts just never crossed our mind. I was just like, I love playing basketball. I'm going to play basketball, and if I'm lucky, I'll make some money. And that was it. And that's like all anyone thought about. And now it's like every single decision. This isn't true of everybody, but like it's like the public thinks that every decision should be driven by dollars and cents. Or in, it's in situations.
0: Yeah. Like Anthony Davis is 25 and he's like, it's time to think about my legacy. It's like, is it really? Yeah. Yeah. This win a couple of playoff series. It's, it's just, I don't, Make I don't the know. best of what, what team you're on right now. Like you now you have to, you're going to go to LA with LeBron who's in his 18th year and is visibly not the same guy that he right. was three years ago. And this is, that's going to be good for your legacy. Yeah. It's, know. it's, it's weird. I don't, I don't know. It's, I think, it's very confusing for me to. to think people get bad advice. I think yeah. that that's also part of this where you have the right person coming and be like, Man, it'll be you and LeBron. And then we're gonna get this guy and Clay Thompson's gonna come or what? We'll, it'll be awesome. And yeah. then Dave's like, Yeah, that, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. But that's the one thing with college, like and college has kind of figured it out where you can't transfer. Maybe maybe the NBA should yeah, have transfer, transfer rules where you have yeah. to sit out for a year and not get paid.
3: It feels like the NBA, it really honestly feels like we're 10 years away from just doing a redraft every single year. We're like, guys, just sign one of your contracts and then you just like shuffle up the entire player pool and it's like, all right, redraft for the next season Well, and maybe just shake them all up every year. You were on that famous
0: AAU team. yeah. Who was on the team? I uh, always make you tell this.
3: Conley was a point guard. Eric Gordon, shooting guard. Daquan Cook, small forward. Uh, Josh McRoberts, power forward. Greg Oden, center. But no Gordon fight. Hayward. Gordon was on my high school team. Yeah, yeah. He was two, yeah, he was two years younger than me. So he's on so my high school team. So that AU
0: right. team, how long did it stay together?
3: Uh, we were together like five years. Like eighth grade through, and then all through high school.
0: So nowadays you'd be together in eighth grade. And then in ninth grade, Josh McRoberts would get lured to this other AU team. And then you and Odin would go somewhere else and it would split up. Pretty much. Yeah. But I think that's the NBA now. Yeah. These guys are being trained from age 12, 13 to be, to just be thinking what's next for me. Oh, I should go here. I'm gonna go. Oh, that guy wants me to play. I'm gonna go this way. See, and and for someone like you, that might not be that crazy because to you, just you're you're kind of like a
3: generation removed, and you're like that. Just must be how kids are. For me, it's like, am I that old? Because like I'm, I don't feel I'm like two generations removed. Yeah, you're, that's what I mean. I think you're one. I'm, one, I'm like one generation. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm that old. I know
0: I'm older, but like it wasn't that. But long I don't even think it's a big deal. It's, deal it's weird to these how it guys. happened that fast? Yeah, yeah, this is just how it goes now. I was yeah. on that team. Now I'm on this team, and. You yeah, know That's why we keep talking about it on the pod, but I was really interested that Adam Silver was so passionate about it because I saw him right before and I'm like, I want to really want to talk about this. He's like, great. I've been dying to talk about yeah. this. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, yeah. But I think they thought these shorter contracts were going to solve all these problems and they inadvertently created these other problems. And I'm, I'm really not sure which way is better because the longer contracts, they trap people into bad contracts and yeah. they're bitter or um, trap the team into you're paying... Damon Stoudemire, 90 million a year for seven years. By year three, you're like, holy shit, we got five (laughs) years left? And that was what the 2000s were like. So now it's short contracts, but all that means is movement constantly. Yeah. I don't know how you fix it.
3: I don't know. This is... Again, as as a guy who cheers for Middle America teams, uh, this is it's so, the NBA is so disheartening. All the movements and all that stuff. I know, I bring this up all the time, but um, well, you had what, LeBron what left the twice. Have?
0: What hope do the Cavs have? What hope do the Pacers ever have? You're one yeah. of the only Cavs fans that I know, or Ohio people, yeah, that actually feels like LeBron kind of screwed them over the second time.
3: Yeah, it, that's very bizarre. Yeah, it's very bizarre that Ohio was like applauding him as he left.
0: We went to his Uh, last game together. Yeah, we were there in Game Four, and you were you were upset that the Cleveland fans were like so kind of passively thankful, but kind of knew he was gonna leave. It It was was really
3: strange. It was kind of sad. It's not that you shouldn't be happy about the title that he brought to Cleveland. It's more that like he came back with this like his whole the whole second stint was like I'm coming home. This is home. This will always be home. This is where I want my family to be. Yeah, Um, I'm sorry about last time. And then he started doing like the college thing. He's like, I went to Miami for college, you know, I never got to go to college. So Miami was kind of my college and I was there for four years, but now I'm back home and I'm going to, this is where I want to be. Film the one and a half minute Nike commercial. Yeah. yeah. And, and I get it. Like they were a mess. The, the, the team was horrible. He was carrying them on. I I, I get all that. It was just like, I don't know. This is weird. It's
0: just just weird that Ohio was like, okay, thanks man. Thanks for the one title. Well, Especially he left, he, he left them with just in wreckage. Yeah. With these terrible contracts that he made them sign, and yeah. they were missing a bunch of first round picks that he made them trade. We
3: we did when we were doing our live podcast. We were in Columbus, which isn't Cleveland, but like there's a symbiotic relationship between the two cities. A lot of Cavs fans, and and I I asked the people about LeBron. I was like, "Do we still like LeBron in Ohio?" I, I'm not really sure. And the place erupted. They're like, "Yeah, we love him," and everyone. Yeah. and I was like making the same points, and they're just like, "We don't care. We want a title." But it is funny though. I wonder. Uh, uh the the people I know they're like diehard Cleveland fans. They 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 were like, we just want one title. We want, we want to experience one title in our lives. So the Cavs win it. And then there does feel like these last couple of years, it's like the shift has gone, okay, so the Cavs won. But what we really want is a Browns title. And now like
0: everyone's on the Baker it's Mayfield. It's funny how thing. that works. Yeah.
3: It's like the Cavs thing like, was nice, but that doesn't count. We really want Baker Mayfield. So it
0: does speak to what an incredible achievement that 2016 title was that Cleveland was so beaten down and just discouraged and despondent and traumatized mm-hmm. and got to the point which the Red Sox fans got to last decade of just like it's never going to happen, yeah, I'm gonna die, and I'll never see a title and my life's my life sucks and then it actually happened, and they were so grateful and happy that he left two years later and basically did a 180 on every single thing he said when he right, showed exactly, up. Exactly. And they're there. like, thanks, man. No, no, good luck, man. Good luck in LA. Good luck on a worse team in know, LA than
3: you're playing with now. It's so weird. I'm not, I was not raised a Cavs fan. I don't really care that much about the Cavs, I, you know, I don't want to- You care about Ohio, I care about Ohio a lot. You're an Ohio fan. So, uh, you know, like, I'm not speaking from a place of authority on, like, what a Cavs fan feels, but it's just like, as a guy who's around it, I'm like, it's sort of not the reaction I I anticipated from the diehard Cavs fans.
0: It was one of the weirdest games I think I've ever been to.
3: Yeah. It It really was. was The
0: energy was weird. The crowd gave up immediately, and everyone around us was like, well, he's going to leave. Yeah. This is it. Get a picture of him. He's gone. Yeah. And it was like, wow, really? He hasn't said anything yet. And everybody was just out, but was, not mad at all. There was no bitterness mm, at
3: all. It was it was like, they just, it, it, I don't know. I don't blame them. You know, I would do the same thing. We suck. <laughs> the city sucks. We suck. Oh, man. I love you, LeBron. Thanks for the title. I mean, that Thanks, was-
0: Thanks, man. Yeah. It's like, if sports are a marriage, this was like, you were married to somebody- they left, married some guy, some plastic surgeon in Miami for four years. Then we're like, I'm ready to come home. Let's let's yeah. let's get back together with the kids. Great. We'll buy a house. It'll be awesome. And then four years later, like, all right, I'm gonna leave. I'm <laughs> gonna go to LA. But like, oh, that's cool. That's we right. have one more kid. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Now we get three kids. Yeah.
3: I don't know. This is um, great, man. But it is working out for LeBron in LA. He's, he's, it's working out well for him. It's working out for all parties. Kyrie seems happy. LeBron seems happy. Cleveland oh seems God. happy. Nobody's happy.
0: <laughs> poor, I mean, I want to say poor LeBron, but he was 100%, 100% responsible. But right. watching last night when, uh, you know, he's hugging these dudes after he breaks MJ's record that he probably barely even has met a couple times or interacted with and the crowds just kind of yeah Yeah, great job lebron and what that would have meant if he had done it in cleveland oh my god it would that would have been a 10 minute standing ovation so maybe that's when he must have been like shit uh so who do you have for for the tournament you're coming back before march yeah yeah. uh so you you think it's you think it's top
3: heavy general thoughts is it's top heavy um Duke, uh, like we're, if we're assuming Zion's back, which I think we should because I think he's going to come back and, and Duke will be fine. Uh, Duke, Gonzaga, Virginia are all kind of the, the top tier. Um, I think Carolina's pretty good. I think Kentucky's okay. But th- this definitely feels like a year where a one or a two seed's going to win it, which I, I know that like if you don't really follow the NCAA tournament, you'd say, doesn't that happen every year? And I don't think that's necessarily the case. There are some years where we're going in where I'm like, I don't know, this is a crap shoot. I don't believe that strongly in the ones. Um, th- this one is a year that like the teams at the top are are definitely better than everyone else for me. Gonzaga eleven to two. I think they're the best team in the country. Yeah.
0: We watched them beat Duke. That yeah. they're the only team that's beat Duke when Duke's strength. Yeah. Kentucky 12 to 1. Kentucky. Carolina 12 yeah, to 1. And also, no credit at all for destroying Duke in that Zion game. Right? Yeah, I know no. the energy shifts happen and all that, but but North Carolina played really well in that game. I
3: think that's gonna actually help Carolina because they like they nobody they're, believes they're in us. yeah, yeah. N- but no one's believing in them they're like sort of they're playing well but they don't have like a target on their back because like there's always the asterisk next to Zion. And he's not he's, you know Kay's saying he's not going to play saturday so it'd be awesome if they beat duke again and it's still like a well it doesn't really count type thing um but carolina's really good i, th- I think carolina will be a third one i think the acc is gonna have three one seeds which is pretty wild acc
0: the tournament's in charlotte this year oh yeah. yeah that's good for north carolina right
3: yeah well Generally, yeah. The, the, but they I think they get a lot of it's usually like in Greensboro, so they get like a good crowd anyway. Yeah. But
2: it's yeah. gonna be a fun one. Virginia's
3: Virginia's really, really good. I I will say that that like a lot of people are counting on Virginia because they lost to a sixteen seed last year. Yeah. Which was bad. It is a Scarlet letter. Um, but they didn't have their best player. They didn't have DeAndre Hunter who's probably gonna be a top ten pick. Uh he was he was on the team all year last year, got hurt for that game. Um, I don't know. If you listen if you listen to our podcast, I've I've like made this point a billion times, but uh that does matter. Like they still shouldn't have lost to a 16 seed, but that that guy is, is that good that like I don't know that, that like that game almost doesn't even matter to me as I'm filling out my bracket this year because I think Virginia is really really good. So,
0: who's my favorite 2019 college basketball player that I haven't fallen in love with yet? That's not Cyan, that I'm gonna fall in love with when I watch uh, this tournaments? If you stuff. catch
3: him in the right time, I would say Kobe White on Carolina, their point guard. I okay. love him. Um, he he he's a little streaky though, but he could he could drop like. I mean he had 34 the other day. Um he's fat I think you'd really like him. He's like 6-4 and fast and uh can shoot and doesn't hesitate. He plays like a, he plays like an NBA player and he's a freshman. He's a one and done guy. So Oh it, right, Yeah, I think you'd really like him. Do you like Morant? He's got a big he's got a big afro. You like yeah. Morant or no? Yeah, he's good. He he's pro- I he, I don't even know if he will make the tournament though. That's the problem. He's a good player, yeah. But I he could he should, win. He could yeah, win
0: his league, though. And then, yeah, he could win the league, win yeah, the league yeah, yeah,
3: but the Belmont is like kind of better than them. That's the issue. They, they, we really need like a. really need like three or four spots for teams that just get automatic. You know, like a, a storyline automatic bid for a guy like him. It's like your team's not that good, but like, goddamn,
0: we really want to see Jabra. Yeah, can we this just sneak tournament. you in? <laughs> can we just figure this out? <laughs> ben Simmons would have been another. Yeah, good like Ben one Simmons another one. Yeah. It's just like. Come on, we gotta. If you're gonna out. be a top four lottery pick, mm-hmm. you have to be in the tournament. You automatically get it. Yeah, that's There's a good rule. Yeah, like that. Yeah. I like that. Is not? there is there a heat check guy that I'm gonna fall in love with? Oh man! By um, the way, I was finally right on Buddy Healed It took like five yeah, years, yeah. and I gave up on him and turned on him. I mean, Marcus Howard
3: would be the guy Marquette. He sh- he's he's a shooter that just like has no conscience and will. Uh, he he's the, he's a big time scorer. Uh, you I think you would like him a lot. Um, they just lost though the other day. Marquette, um, 40 to 1. Yeah, I don't think, I don't. they're not good enough to win the national title, but he's good enough to like, like they're good enough to beat, they're, they're good enough to win a game or two that they have no business winning just because he goes for like 40 something, right. you know, so.
0: All right. That's a good Well, well, we'll hear all of it on one shining Podcast. Yes. Yeah, Titus, yeah. thanks for coming on. Yeah. Hey, let's take a break to talk about Zoom. When you use Zoom, every day is a little bit better. Zoom Video Communications, the web's best reviewed video conference service. It's used by millions to meet one-on-one or hundreds at a time. With Zoom video conferencing, you can connect face-to-face with anyone across town or around the world using flawless videos, uh, clear audio, and instant f- sharing of files, videos, anything. And you can connect through any device, desktop, laptop, tablet, smartphone, conference room system, whatever you want. Zoom video conferencing, Zoom rooms, Zoom video webinars, Zoom phone. I wish they had a Zoom podcast. I just could add my next three guests. We could have just Zoomed it in. Puts, uh, Zoom phone puts state-of-the-art tech at your fingertips, lets you do business at the speed of Zoom. And if you're not using Zoom video communications, I only have one question. Why not? What's wrong with you? I'll make it super easy for you. Visit Zoom online. Set up a free account today, free. Try the most affordable and reliable video communication solution on the market. I have actually used Zoom in the last few weeks and it was, it was shockingly easy. Meet happy with Zoom. Check it out right now. All right, um, this is fun. This we're doing the young edition of the Ringer, <laughs> even even Isaac Lee producing this segment. Yeah, all the youngins are here: Haley O'Shaughnessy, Dana Chow, Hello. Kevin O'Connor. So. Um, lots of NBA stuff going on. Kevin just came back from Sloan. We were talking about Sloan Conference before uh, before we came on, um, which I feel like has evolved and also stayed exactly the same. It's like two thousand people. Um, Every, I'm not sure why half the people are there. Like, people can't love numbers this much, and yet they love it. They just love it. Pe- pe- it's unbelievable. People
4: eat it up, Bill. Uh, I think the panels are at least interesting. Uh, I think for young kids, a lot of high school kids and college
0: kids trying to get their foot in the door. A lot of star power. You got some yeah. GMs and players now. So you've never been though,
5: Dana, I, I've, right? I've, I've never, never been, been. But one question: Has like the fashion sense gotten any better in no. the past ten years? No.
2: <laughs> What's the typical fit? A suit. Is the casual that, fan I'm going sure. it, in it's, a suit? It's a wide
5: range of business casual.
4: You'll see yeah, some of sweaters over, you know, buttons up, button ups, or sometimes you'll see people just
0: full out fitted suit. Um, it varies. I apparently cash-y. I wasn't yeah. dressed up cash-y. enough because um, it, when they tweeted out the video and I was just wearing like whatever. And, uh, and my dad and my uncle Don read all the replies and like, thanks for getting dressed up. <laughs> my dad like loves that stuff. He loves whatever I'm getting insulted anywhere. So he thought that was funny. Is that why um, ESPN cut you off? Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's actually really funny. <laughs>
0: this turned into a 24-hour like sports story. And it's like, I, I thought it was funny. I just assumed- yeah, it was a- I assumed they were worried about using my likeness or something. I was just making fun of Jalen because it's Jalen's show. <laughs> yeah. You hear my voice at one point, but then it turned into this whole thing, and people were like, "Unbelievably petty decision by ESPN." And I was like, "I don't know if it was that complicated," yeah. but they they put me on uh, the jump. So I get along really well with ESPN. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it was a million years ago. It's fine. I mean,
5: it really feels like it. It really does feel mm-hmm,
0: yeah. like Danny was there for the, la- the I, last I was, days. I was
5: there for the final three weeks. It was yeah, uh, it was rough. a debacle. I but. still have
0: the Grantland icon on my phone. Um, but yeah, it was a long time ago, but it also was a really long time ago. Um, I don't know. I don't have any bitterness left. Anyway, let's talk <laughs> basketball. You want to talk about the Celtics first? You want to talk about LeBron? I
4: think it's open with LeBron. Okay. That news just broke. So
0: the news just broke that LeBron James... What do we call it? A minutes? Minutes restriction. Minutes restriction?
5: 28 to
0: 32?
2: That, minutes restriction that and won't play back-to-backs. Like yeah. Load management.
0: What
4: is the reason for this? Tanking. Tanking. Absolutely. Oh,
2: I think that they said yeah. health. I mean, obviously they said health.
4: The real reason is tanking because right now the Lakers are in that slot where they have about a 6% chance of going into the top four. But if they just lose a couple more games and slide into that nine spot, they could have around 20% chances. So they could essentially triple their odds of landing a top four pick, which would ultimately give them a, a better asset, potentially, for Anthony
0: Davis. So you think this is all Davis-driven?
5: I think at this point, now that you know they're not in the playoffs, it kind of has to be. And I think, uh, as KOC was talking about, Bringing those those odds up because with the um, the draft kind of lottery smoothing out of the odds, basically the best spot to be in is from seven, eight, nine because that's where your odds actually doubled from last year's, and so you're getting yeah. like eight, nine percent chances of getting the number one pick.
0: Yeah, and even yeah. so, you know, the new rule wrong. led to more tanking. I it, it, it well, thought
2: like, it was like, funny because takes. last night the Mavs won. And now all of a sudden, like they're very close to getting uh, into a really good position to keep their pick. Which that they is of its Atlanta. top five. Yeah, which I thought was hilarious. It being the Mavs because Cuban last year was like openly said that he was tanking on Dr. J's podcast. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he might end up benefiting from these flattened odds.
5: Haley, you mean the Mavs lost? The bet. You said won.
2: Yeah, they lost, which I guess now technically we could say it.
0: You it's mean they, they won by losing?
2: They won by losing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. But I don't think that they're tanking, but now I don't know why you wouldn't. They're pretty close to Memphis.
0: The Mavs are in the worst spot for tanking of all of these because they want Luka to win Rookie of the Year, so you can't like put right. him on a minute's <laughs> restriction. But you basically have to... Um, I mean, they could, they're a threat to play Mark Cuban in the last five games, potentially. It's powerful. It, it would
4: be a great move by Dallas.
0: Be smart. Like, We're yeah, just yeah, going
4: to try have, this. Yeah, Sell some a spot tickets. Up in the corner. Yeah, he Cuban could show jersey, like, tw- 22% from three or something like that. What's
0: your Other than the Knicks, what's your dream team to win Zion? Because um, I have a surprising pick. I think is Atlanta. Atlanta would
4: be really <laughs> Mine fun. Minus Atlanta really. as well. Wow. Yeah, that'd be great. John Collins. That'd and be Trae really Young. fun. It's,
0: it's
5: proto-Warriors. Yeah. You basically build the entire template all over again. It'd be really beautiful to watch that
4: squad. A lot of guys who can handle the ball, space.
0: I think it's the great. most surprising two things that have happened this year, and I could just sense from our Slack, is how many of us have really enjoyed the Kings and the Hawks.
2: Yeah, The and Kings are so the Kings much are spa- fun. They're
0: so lovable.
2: Last night, I mean, for us, that was such a fun game. I, mean,
0: I fun. actually thought it was going to play out with the Celtics losing we should uh Once he fouled, it, it, they've healed. lost Once those Gordon kind Hayward of games all year healed, I thought they were going to lose yeah they actually won that one so koc since you wrote about the Celtics on monday um did you give your zion pick by the way you think it's atlanta too
2: i mean i would go atlanta honestly like there are a couple teams so i just want them to be good again
0: wizards is worst case scenario
2: wizards is worst case cuz then that's, the guy stuck that's to that's, the a disaster. that's
5: basically
0: what i i
5: predicted in my tanking column uh, yeah. earlier this week i was like the wizards actually are in a spot where their odds are so high compared to where it should be that I can totally see Knicks fans losing their minds because
0: That'd the be Wizards rough. jump up. That'd it's be terrible. a rough one. And the Suns, just because it, they just they you don't have, deserve it at this point. I think— Like, just
5: stop. You can't play those two together. Like, yeah, you can't play Aiden and Zion together. I probably I, it. I would like to see those guys together.
4: KFC is such oh, an Aiton stand. Well, I mean, Aiton's gotten better defensively every single yeah. month. He's having an extremely efficient it's offensive season. clutch
0: moments on really important <laughs> oh, <yeah>. games.
4: <laughs> hey, hey, they did win the two games against Giannis and LeBron. True. With Aiton yeah, as a primary Lakers. defender against those guys. You're really
5: shrinking the court, though, for, for a lot of
2: the yeah, shooters, I, you
5: know? I know. And, that, and neither that, of them can shoot. And that's one of the problems with that combination, for
4: sure.
2: do you want Zion to go to a better front office situation? Yes. Yes.
5: I mean, Definitely. I want him to play yeah. with Luca. That's yeah. that's my uh, that's my alternate take.
2: And
0: so KP. Zion, KP, and Luca would oh be goodness. out of control. It oh, would be geez.
5: like alternate dimension Knicks, which is exactly <laughs> what I wanted to see. Yeah, it's amazing. It's funny. The Mavs <laughs> are somehow Knicks. in
2: a really great position for this summer because think about it. They have KP. They have a chance at this pick. Right, it's most likely not going to be Zion. They have thirty million dollars in cap space. Yeah. Like they are in a very, very good position. Going and then forward. a year
0: from now, they just have all cap space. I guess they'd have to pay Porzingis at that point, right? They have a year yeah. to
2: convince him to stay around. I'd or, want to play with Luca. Or twenty, which.
0: or maybe you
4: punt that space at twenty twenty one, and like that's the year you're chasing Giannis. But like mm. both Atlanta and Dallas are in interesting spots, though, because of the the years they've had and their young players excelling. They could try to accelerate their rebuild by trying to be pr- uh, getting guys this summer with the cap space that they have.
0: So. They're in a good shape with Porzingis, and I think they saw this, where you're the team after the Knicks. It's like the relationship after somebody's had a terrible relationship, and you're just the next person they dated, and you seem amazing. (laughs) You're just like, hey, I got you a gift. Like, what? You got me a gift? This is great.
2: Text back, like, within a day. Yeah.
0: And with Porzingis, he's like, wow, look at these lockers. Yeah. oh my god whoa you have food before the game
2: Cuban can really play that up too he knows how to host a totally. player. yeah
0: hey we got equipment why don't you use my jet to fly here like he's doing I ran out all his that club. Stuff. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, just quickly on Boston because I talked about Boston way too much the other day but I just want to mention some <laughs> intel since you okay. since you wrote your, your piece so there's this legendary plane ride that apparently happened on the way to Golden State and I think there's a chance I don't want to get too caught up in it like in the hope of it, but I think it really might've changed the season. Didn't it started with Kyrie talked to Brad Stevens and they had a big heart to heart about everything. And then Kyrie asked to talk to the whole team and they had this huge life talk on the plane. And Kyrie apparently was like apologizing to everybody. And like, I'm not handling this well. I'm sorry. I'm not doing this. He said, I've been a dick and just kind of did the whole thing. And led to all these conversations. And that's why that Warriors game, it was like, what team is this? They're like cheering for each other. They're high-fiving. So will it last for a week? Are you, what do you think? <laughs> will it last for – is this a new – what do you think, Kaylee? I mean – Is this a short-term thing or so should what's I be the situation, excited? what's
2: the actual situation with Kyrie? What's the situation with everyone's health? Even if they're all getting along. How, or do we all agree now that Gordon Hayward is a completely recovered man?
0: No. No. And,
2: how, and what's Kyrie's durability? There are so uh, many questions other question. than just Horford, if they you, get along.
0: You didn't mention Al Horford either.
2: Exactly. He Getting didn't look, along is the first thing. I don't know if he the can play back-to-backs
0: anymore. Or, or at, or least at like know. the level that he's at.
2: Right. And like if they get the Sixers in the first round, Al Hor- they need Al Horford.
0: And we own the Sixers on that one. Bring the Sixers on. So it's that frisky Pacers team that scares me. That'd be like a classic... Losing to a team that you have three times as much talent than, and who just plays better and likes each other, is work.
5: is there a precedent for this type of like Pacers team to actually make it to like the second round and scare teams? So
0: or? the Artés Melee season, they beat the Celtics in 05. and if you go back to my ESPN archives, I'm I'm like losing my <laughs> mind. Like, we had like nine of the best eleven players in the series, and right. it was like Rick Carlisle, Reggie Miller, and Jermaine O'Neal, and just. A bunch of like uh, whatevers, and they just had better chemistry. And-
2: well, I mean, technically, wouldn't that series be kind of like what Boston
0: With pulled Philly off last, last year? year yeah. yeah, right.
2: Because Boston has the better talent on their teams.
0: Well, that was the fluke of last year's. The Phillies should have made the finals, and they just kind of weren't ready to do whatever it took in that series. But Boston was certainly not are better you, than them. Are you really not scared of Philadelphia at all? I and mean, we, I'm, I'm not. I'm scared of everybody, but I mean. The team that I just don't think they can beat is Toronto. Sorry, Danny, I'm just I, queuing you up, I, putting on a platter. I need them to make the finals. That Toronto matchup is just is just uh, frightening. I the problem with Toronto is just the the lineups that they can, they just have answers for anything. You know, right. they can put the bigger one, they can put the smaller one, they can go athletic. I'm not I'm not
5: entirely convinced of their their reserves though. Jeremy Lin hasn't looked great. Norman Powell has kind of fallen off over the past few weeks. They, I just wish they had one more, like, competent 3-and-D wing. 3-and-D wing? Yeah. Like, well,
4: you're, now it's you're too g-
0: late, right? Now the playoff thing yeah, has passed. It's, it's
4: too late. But, well, you know. And that's where Boston's interesting, where, you know, you mentioned how is it fixed now? How long does this last? Who knows? Like this has happened over the course of the full season with them where they've had like losing streaks and then they turn it around for four or five games and then they go back the other way. So this could just be another high for them. But, you know, I get back to what Kyrie has said multiple times this season where, where he said after game 70 is all that matters. That's when you lock in and you put aside your ego and you're just doing what's best for the team. If Kyrie's right about that, well, Boston I think does have the same, you know, the advantages that – Toronto does, with the ability to match up and play different styles. But the chemistry aspect that has not been there all season long, and I think it's it's probably unreasonable to expect it to be there now, though that plane ride thing is interesting. Could be a legendary yeah. plane ride.
0: I don't know. Remember I, that time Kyrie and the plane man, the whole season turned? We went 28 straight. Every that time, was unbelievable. Every time I think
5: about the Celtics, though, and I, I feel like when you play in the regular season, there are so many distractions, but when you play in the playoffs, you're literally only focusing on one team, and I think that's what will help the Celtics, where they don't have these, you know, other distractions that they have to tend to. Yeah,
0: that's a fair point. Know? Plus, uh, and it, Haley's on my side at least with on the ringer slack with the Celtics because we have a Louisville guy,
2: <laughs> Terry.
0: Yeah, yeah, your dude Terry. I mean,
2: I'll, I'll always be cheering for him. Haley
0: went to Louisville, in case you don't understand what that means.
2: But you have to
0: use some good ones in the playoffs to share. But
2: but we do. But,
0: but Terry's uh-oh. kind
2: of been Ky- a little bit of Kyrie's problem, right? In what way? So I don't know <laughs> if the Celtics' ultimate success would be Terry's success. And on your last podcast, you said that you thought that they made a mistake not trading him early on. Well, I
0: think so it, I would have, look out for Terry it would have morning. uncluttered uncluttered the whole, well, KLC reported Phoenix. He'd he gone to tropics. Phoenix for 40, so 40 minutes a game. didn't go to Phoenix. That, wouldn't that would have been a cool backcourt. Rosier and Brooker. I know I'm a son
4: Stan over here. It's They're like, my, but my then, my then when do you sons, hear of this but, guy again? But, you know,
2: when are you watching yeah. him again? And you're not on like somebody's league pass or streaming it.
4: They, they might be the team that pays him this summer, though.
0: I still oh. like Terry. Like even he ran the team last night, and he's just he's a good defensive player. He obviously somebody that needs to play 40 minutes a game, and he just one of those isn't guys. great. And yeah. some guys are like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, um, his
2: motor never stops going. That's like when I remember when he was getting drafted, and everyone was talking about his size. I would always point to the rebounds because if someone like that scrappy is going in for every rebound against super tall guys, you know you can count on that. Yeah.
5: And he has like a six, like 10 wingspan. Yeah, he's he's, a, he's an elite rebounder All for, for his position for sure. The yeah. listeners
0: are mad now yeah, that I got yeah, you guys yeah. talking yeah. about the Celtics game. Just quickly, <laughs> East pick, and then we'll talk LeBron. East pick right to now. To get out of the East? Yeah. I'm right going now.
2: Bucks. I'm going Bucks.
0: The Raptors. Bucks. I'm going Toronto right now. Oof. But I'm gonna cha- I will change my mind seven times. Oh, yeah. I probably too. will too. <laughs> Here's what worries me about Milwaukee. It's it's a lot of Eric Budzo, And he's been awesome. He's been really good, but I still feel like game six on the road, down three, two, f- down five with seven minutes left, and Eric Budso's just got guys, I got this and I could see it unraveling.
5: I, I think uh Charks, actually he brings this brings this up all the time, but uh the Bucs' acquisitions of Miritich and then Pal Gasol has really worried him in just yeah. the idea that like you're just burying DJ Wilson, who is your most capable, mm. you know, switchable young defender. And when you don't have the confidence of him in the playoffs, and you're trotting out these old guys who you you know what they're capable of. Yeah. You don't know what DJ Wilson's capable
4: of. you would you would much rather have mirror than DJ Wilson, well, sure. yeah. yeah, But like Pau Gasol.
0: Uh, Gasol, I did not agree with. I, I, right. I, I, view, I,
4: I would assume he's gonna be like in case Brook Lopez, you know, gets hurt sure. or something like that. Like in case of emergency, I I would be stunned if he's
0: part of like the regular rotation. That that that
5: I, like, I, I that's that's see but that's yeah. what I'm worrying about. I don't you know? know
0: You know, a part of me wondered if that was just a chemistry acquisition. He's a just a good guy, right. old guy, he's been in a million games. If it's Game four, some of some playoff series, Lopez gets five fouls in the third quarter, and then you're like, "All right, this guy's been there; we could put him out." Right, because We you don't know that with DJ Wilson. Is there anyone else on the
5: Bucks roster who has won a championship?
0: No, I mean, there, there's guys in that. I don't know if anyone in that roster has even been in a Western, in Eastern or Western finals, right? right. I mean, but so the Clippers, they never got to the Western no. finals. A lot of experience. I like. uh We'll see if they hold up. The big question with Toronto, and I think if they can stay healthy, that would be the one to fear is uh, just Lowry's body and Gasol's body. Sure. And whether those, you know, once you get into every And Kawhi's every game, too. And Kawhi, but he's, 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 looked he's pretty been a pretty good. Unload load management all year. I will say, watching that Celtics-Warriors game, I thought I was shocked by the Warriors, how slow they seemed. I know they didn't have cl- Clay, but just in general, like uh, – it's it's just not the same kind of athletic team that they had, and I think, think part of it goes with the bench and just the bench they have this year. But
2: right, right. Well, I was also going to say, do you think any of it has to do with Boogie?
0: I think a lot of it has to do with Boogie. I think he he looked good initially, but now he looks slow to me. What was the his, Celtics were torching him in that game?
4: I think I wonder if Boogie looking good was like the initial shock of like him returning and looking solid when really. His solid is still inferior to what he was before. Yeah. You and
5: know? it might have like yeah. empowered him.
4: Well, yeah. inferior, yeah. but kind of also, also just more. like
2: you have to think about how it fits. I mean, yeah, he can shoot threes, which automatically makes people think you'd be a good fit on the Warriors. But if you're not, if you're inherently kind of a slower, bigger guy, now coming off of an Achilles injury. Not going to be able to keep up. He's going
4: to get attacked, or yeah. in the playoffs. And, like, that that team, that game against the Celtics, <laughs> what did you think about the comment by Katie after the game? Just the little, you know, shot at Kerr in a way saying. That's weird. Yeah, that was odd, huh? When that was so you know, weird. Yeah, saying. It, that, I, I couldn't figure joy. that out. Yeah. What, what,
2: what is the point of of attacking your coach or making that kind of remark about your coach? Is that geared toward the media when you're asking, like, can you guys just get it straight? Or is that like. A cur thing.
5: I don't know. I, I think he was just kind of being a smart ass. Like mm. that was uh
0: I didn't I didn't really think I didn't
5: really think much of it.
0: If if somebody at I'd the ringer so did up. that to like fantasy, I'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. <laughs> Why did Danny say that? Yeah. <laughs> Why did he throw fantasy I, under the bus? I feel like I we'll would totally, totally do let's that. have a meeting. <laughs> I feel like I would totally do <laughs> meeting that. Meeting right now. I want to know what happened. Yeah, the uh the my favorite boogie was that we've never seen a two hundred and ninety pound guy come back from this injury. It just right. seemed at least a, a tiny bit unrealistic. And, uh, you know, when you watch them in 2015 and 16, and they're just so athletic and so fast, and then he brings a different element that I really liked when I initially watched it, and the more I watch it defensively, it just seems like it makes them a little more plotting, which I'm not sure is good for them.
4: Are they still your finals pick, though? Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. What is the one thing at this point that could tear them apart Injuries. And, and stop them from...
0: Injuries and, and the, just yeah. the chemistry. The, the red flags for them are just, we've seen other teams in this situation where there's all these red flags and we just overlook them because of the pedigree. But that's usually when bad stuff happens. That's when like the 04 Lakers against the Pistons happen. And, you know, it's.
2: Which two guys not getting along is the worst case scenario? I think it has to be Katie and Draymond, right?
0: Draymond and anybody is the worst. Yeah, Draymond and anybody.
4: I think I think with those two guys, maybe it's already there. It would be like Katie and like Steph or something like that if that were to happen. I don't think he you know? can feud with Steph though. Yeah,
2: he's just a grown up. I don't think Steph. He's a
0: dad. You know, a he's, he's
4: a yeah. Kids.
2: What, what,
0: yeah, he's like normal. Even if
4: he it does have like negative feelings towards Katie, he would put it aside when he's actually yeah, on the court, think, yeah. make, rendering
5: it irrelevant. Right.
4: right. Yeah, and Clay is the most
0: sense. popular guy in the league. Like every mm. literally everybody loves it. Everything
5: kid. bounces off Clay.
0: So, but, I mean, really, Draymond and Boogie would be. You know, like two countries in the Middle East deciding that they didn't like each other, and everybody going, "Oh God, oh no, please, do we get along? Do
5: we know the the state of their friendship right now? They they seem it seems like, good. Yeah, uh, seem, he
2: came to his defense. Yeah, uh, like this week, the state of this yeah.
0: union seems good. But Boogie is one of those fly off the handle, right? And uh, Draymond's a little like this too, where they fly off the handle and they kind of unravel for like ten seconds and can't kind of lose control my son is like this too so I'm, I'm well aware <laughs> well, well, son? my son's 11 unfortunately <laughs> um, so you would say who's biggest threat to go on state right now we all say Houston
2: yeah what is the I had OKC two George's weeks situation? ago and I think yeah what's going on with Paul George do we know mm, do we know I don't think there's like an official update about the state of his health right now So I cover will it in the Houston? Celtics
0: plane ride or no <laughs> did they talked about <laughs> did they fix Paul George's body. Yeah, no? what is exactly wrong with him? Oh my God, I, don't know. I
5: have to look it up. I, I, honest, I honestly right don't
0: know. It's it's very mysterious. I just know that it's mysterious. Yeah, KOC knows. He <laughs> doesn't want to say. <laughs> I, I, KOC, I you know. know. I don't Fucking know. Fucking tell us. I don't know. But, tell but, us. But
4: I would say Houston because I'm just I'm just thinking about putting you know James Harden against DeMarcus Cousins and pick and roll and him and Chris Paul. I and actually, I, I, I honestly don't, I, don't think I, Cousins I could play in that series. Yeah, you'd, he wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to play that much. You'd have to
0: yeah. like basically take him off the court. You'd,
4: you'd put him pick and roll every single possession.
0: My my two fears with Houston, other than all the obvious ones, were Harden the physical toll of the season. What would he have left for those last four rounds? And then I just watching Chris Paul. It's like is, is Chris Paul a lead anymore? Is he can he still be the number two scorer? And then you watch him the last couple of weeks, and it's like He's oh, Chris good. Paul. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's and beating I, big I, guys I, again.
5: I feel like. The Rockets will kind of have to stagger their minutes just to make sure there's an elite option every single time down the floor, just because that's all that's all the Rockets really have.
4: I think you look at Houston last year going to seven games. If they didn't have that zero and, and twenty seven stretch from three in game seven, we're you we're throw low, those twenty seven yeah.
0: straight threes away?
4: Yeah, I mean it, it, things would be different. We'd be looking back either either the Cavs beat the Rockets or Rockets James Harden's an NBA champion and nobody's talking. That would be
5: chokes. Such a storybook yeah. run. Yeah. Yeah. and as as like. The biggest D'Antoni fan at the ringer, it would have made my heart grow like five
6: sizes.
2: So but. Paul George has a sore right shoulder, which mm. is just mm. as as non specific enough to. I mean be. That's, that. Could suspicious. that be like a
0: torn rotator cuff, and they're not telling that's, us? That's
2: kind of sp- suspicious. That's. That, I mean, that's. What kind do you of know, Kelsey? You know
0: stuff. <laughs> I don't know anything. You look so guilty right I, now.
2: I've only heard
4: rotator cuff, but I don't know what. I don't know if it's serious oh, wow. or minor, or like a sprain. But that's kind of the, that's kind could of the thing.
5: That's kind of the thing this season, right? Like all of these. Injury updates that we've gotten from almost every team has has been more vague than they've been in the past.
4: It's becoming like, like, not quite like hockey, lower body,
5: upper body. They're vague, and then the timetable has been completely unreliable for so many of these injuries. Well, I mean, when you have a a star player in the finals with a broken
4: hand and it's not announced until after the finals are over, a team probably feels like, oh, we're not going to.
0: Man, LeBron's
2: injury timeline this year was, and what they told the media, was insane. The
0: goalposts kept moving. Do you remember when we heard... Like, allegedly, before, allegedly broken hand.
4: Remember, like, I think it was like after game four or whatever, or before game four, we texted like, are you hearing anything about LeBron's hand? And like, there was really nothing concrete out there. And then boom, the second the game's over, it's like out there within an hour. Well, he started it early. He
0: started shaking hands with people with his left hand. Yeah. <laughs> so he was paving the way yeah. for Very the normal. post-game whatever the, uh, with the carpal tunnel thing that he had on his hand that was like allegedly for the broken hand and...
5: We all kind of let yeah, it go. Chris Ryan right? wore that like a few years ago. Yeah. yeah, we all
0: let it go. Like we let go a lot of things with LeBron. We're going to talk about it in one second right after this break. Let's take a quick break, talk about Hulu Plus. Hey, once you've experienced Hulu Plus, it's a little like winning 12 sports titles in a century, Isaac. You can't go back. You're just used to yeah. winning. That's the gist of that Hulu commercial I've been seeing everywhere. It's all about how Hulu has tons of shows and movies, exclusive originals like The Handmaid's Tale. Post live TV for sports. Once you get Hulu, it will ruin TV for you forever. Start your free Hulu trial today at hulu.com, H-U-L-U. Live TV plan required for live content. Restrictions apply. And if you do it right now, guess what? You get our Bachelor show that we talked about earlier. Can I steal you for a second? If you love The Bachelor, you will uh, thoroughly enjoy the show. I promise you. So check it out. Free trial, Hulu today at hulu.com. Okay, LeBron James. Could LeBron this have worked James. out? I was
6: <laughs>
0: <joking>. <laughs> Barring injury, could this have worked out worse? I'm trying to think of any scenario that could have been worse. than they this.
2: They would have made the playoffs if he was uh, if he never got injured.
0: They were the four
4: seed on Christmas. I would put so much money on know? that. Yeah. Yeah. Casey, what? No, what they was were the their... six
2: seed. Casey. When he went out,
5: okay. So
4: they were the sixty okay, at yeah. the end of yeah. at the end
2: of the Christmas Day games. At, they, at were some the point they were the sixty, but, but think, you
5: ch- yeah. you checked out the the numbers and like what were they on pace to win? They're on pace to win forty eight games, and now that, <sighs> yeah. that's that that's with net rating point differential and
4: also just the the wins. But space I thought their sure. schedule yeah. was
0: was gonna about to get harder, and that was the other thing. It was, was they Definitely. had a they yeah.
2: have a really difficult finish to the schedule. I mean. But, that, there's no way. Like, they would have made the playoffs. They would have got out in the first round, and it would have been... Maybe.
4: I mean, like because it, was, it wasn't just LeBron's injury, though. It was, you know, Lonzo Ball, their best defender's been out. Ingram right now is out, and Kuzma's also out, too. So it's like these guys have only played, I think, I forget the, off the top of my head, maybe 15 games together.
0: Those four? This is a I way mean, better outcome than getting killed by the Warriors. I'm r- sorry. I agree. Well, I
2: mean, it is, but... At the same time, how much of this current Kuzma and Ingram stuff is kind of like what we saw with LeBron today where they're pivoting to, Mm. you know, next season? Hey,
0: it's the right move. Conspiracy theories. It's the right move. It's my kind of content right there. The the only thing I'll say about LeBron getting injured, he has played like 57,000 minutes and he's played 18 years and just had a 100-game season. And this is what happens when... You're putting all your eggs in this basket. Like, I think it's actually a little unrealistic to get, expect 3,000 minutes from the guy at this point in his life. We've, we've seen this happen, you know, with Kobe, with Peyton Manning, all these different people where you just at some... It's Tom Brady right now. You just assume it's going to keep going. And at some point, it's not sustainable. Right, you're right putting now.
2: less and less around LeBron each year.
5: It's just so unprecedented. The amount of minutes he's, he's played at 34. Yeah. Like, everyone above him was was like 40 by the time yeah. they finished this. Right.
4: They were at like the tail end of their careers and that that's where it's like scary seeing him amongst those players.
5: It's like, "Oh." So him man. and him and Dirk are basically neck and neck and Dirk has how many <laughs> years on him? Like f- at yeah. least 5, 6.
0: Yeah, he I I started to become obsessed with this. I think when I was on Countdown like 5 years ago cuz he he might have passed like 40,000 minutes in it, or 35 and I was like, "Oh my god." And I looked it up and it had no parallel to basically anything that had happened. Other than uh, Kobe. Right. And if you remember with Kobe, it was the same thing. I was like, how's this guy doing it? And then, like, his Achilles snapped. All of a sudden, he he didn't. It was over. So, you know, that's part of it. The other thing is, like, I just keep looking at this from LeBron's standpoint, where it just seems like this was poorly conceived. Where it's like, he had so much confidence in himself – this, ah, it'll be fine. I'm LeBron James, and just really didn't think like, well, what happens if we don't get anybody else? What do we do then? That's this is how it plays out.
4: I mean, it's not like LeBron would ever punt on a season. Um, but oh, with yeah. that said, it seems like him, he for, just did. Well, yeah. For I mean, I mean, in the beginning, like before the season, like oh, except gosh. that yeah, this yeah, would not yeah, be yes. a year that they made yeah. the playoffs. But like now that, the it, now that it's happened, I mean, getting that extra month or two of rest before recording Space Jam in June. It's not the worst thing in the world for, you know, the longevity of his career to get that extra time off instead of making it, even if it's a run until late April or, you know, even may So I've heard this it's, case. You know,
0: it's not bad. I actually think this is an abject disaster for him because you're coming off this May and June where it's like, this guy's the goat. Right. Oh, my God. This guy really, this is it. And then from basically the moment that Jr. maybe it's like the curse of J.R. Smith. From the moment that Jr. Smith play happens, it's like <laughs> everything has gone wrong for this dude. <laughs> Including, I think, one of the biggest what ifs of this decade. And if I was writing another edition of my book, I would have to include this. Like, what if Paul George goes to the Lakers as now like a top 50 NBA what if? Because he's been one of the three or four best guys in the league. And if it's LeBron and Paul George, and then you could trade Kuzma or Ingram and get a rim protector, and now things are happening.
5: I mean, in that what if scenario, does LeBron, you know, cede as much control as Westbrook does?
2: I think LeBron's been waiting to seed control. Right. I yeah. think he's looking for the next moment. Like we always point out, there's all these articles every year about the new ways he's aging into his game, right? He'll mm-hmm. two years ago, he was walking the ball down the court. now he's like passing it and then staying above the break and watching the play play out. I think that that's the next step for him is to have enough trust in a next guy. Think about it. This year, his second leading scorer has been Kuzma. Okay, last year it was Kevin Love. That's a significant. Like, step and does up. like
0: Kuzma ever make an all-star team? I would say no. Right? Probably not. He's twenty-four right. at this point. What is Kuzma? He's seventeen and seven.
2: Right. Eighteen and seven? Exactly. And before Kevin Leath it was Kyrie. Before Kyrie, it was Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade
0: and Chris Bosh. Right. Before
2: him, it Chris Bosch was Mo- a little Way better than anyone this boom, boom, like, yeah. Gibson. Yeah. So <laughs> that that of think, think that that is of a little bit of a little I think a little bit think a little it would have went well with Paul George because I think he's been waiting to cede control to somebody else. Yeah. And that, control might not be the the best word, but definitely like share, you know, more than he ever has before.
4: That's why it's so important for them to get AD because if it's not AD, then who is it? Like, are you are you throwing money at Jimmy Butler? That's not going to get done. I mean, <laughs> oh like, who who will it That'd be almost, if it's almost. not going to be a trade for AD? I'm just not sure who the target Does is. Does like Jimmy
0: Butler get three years? Hmm, he could oh, be in for a rude of Oh, yeah, no. It's got to be like two years, right? That's got to be the mm. max, something like that. Yeah, it's like irresponsible to give him three is years. Is he thirty yet, or is he still twenty nine? He's I'm thirty. 30.
4: Now. I think one of two things happens: either like like a team like a Phoenix type, not necessarily them, but a Phoenix type and Orlando type, just is like you know what? Screw it. We're gonna throw a lot of money at this guy. It's and like the Blake Griffin player. trade, yeah. but
0: for but a signing. Instead. Yeah, yeah.
4: I think mm-hmm. that's something that could end up happening with a long term deal.
0: I wouldn't recommend that. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> with the uh, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> where do you think you think LeBron after like three glasses of wine is with his buddies? At some point, he's like, Man, I should have done this. What do you think he says, Danny? You go I... first. What do you think he says to Dwayne Wade on their second bottle of Cabernet? His Gabrielle Union's <laughs> asleep next to them on the couch, and LeBron's wife's in bed, and he's like, Hey, man, Dwayne, I gotta tell you something. What does he say? I don't know. I, he, I oh, Haley knows. I,
2: I, I do know. This is where he went wrong. So he made, he righted a wrong that he had last time when he left to go to Miami, right? Which was that he very much made it seem this way. I'm not saying he orchestrated all of this, but when he went to LA, he was like, look, you guys can't blame me, right? Cleveland, like, I gave you a championship. Look at the owner I've dealt with. Look at this front office. Look at this roster. Okay, nobody was mad at him for leaving. I don't think. I, th- I mean, Titus still talks about Cavs fans.
0: We, still being LeBron. He's fans. on earlier in this podcast. We were talking about LeBron left wreckage behind him.
2: If I and
0: all those contracts that <laughs> they signed because they were I afraid he's to he's leave. If I listen to
2: this podcast and hear a Rick Pitino reference.
0: No, there's no. Patino. Earlier. Okay. Listen, good. the ringer is patino friendly these days. Now. We ran like the most thank important you. Shout out John We sent somebody to Greece. Yeah. How <laughs> dare you?
2: Shout out John Gonzalez. But anyway, where he went wrong was not on image, it was on preparation because uh he very much knew the team he was walking into going to Miami, right? There was a lot that, and I don't know what happened behind the scenes. I don't know if. He really thought they were going to get Paul George to sign there. I don't know if they thought it was a sure thing that they could get Anthony Davis traded, but the actual preparation of the team is where he went wrong.
0: What well, seems like remember go back and read the stories. like it seemed like he was heavily involved with who they picked, and there was that whole thing about how they wanted to, they didn't want a team just to shooters. They wanted a tough team to well, but also one year deals, yeah.
4: And, and like I, I was wrong about this team, right, with the guys that they added. To me, I looked at it from a, you know, an asset perspective. Like all one year deals setting up for next summer. But like that may not work out the way that I expected it. And I wonder if for LeBron you know, on his second bottle of wine, if he's thinking, I don't know if I can trust. Wait,
2: second the- bottle or third glass? Where are we at? Well, I don't know. Second How drunk of is he? he yeah. <laughs> they, they,
4: they opened <laughs> a second bottle. Just open it. to <laughs> open it. Okay. They're not going to drink off it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I think with LeBron, it would be about a, a lack of trust in the decision makers more than anything else. I don't think he would regret going to L.A. Like his family's there. He's yeah. happy. He has all his stuff off the court. His business is there. I doubt he regrets that at all but it would be more of a, a uncertainty with what's going to happen moving forward with the decision with makers. the creative infrastructure. And who they hire as the new head coach, assuming Luke Walton gets fired, which everybody seems to expect to happen at some point. Um, yeah, that that's what I assume with LeBron being. I
0: predicted two weeks ago he w- there was going to be a, a throw under the bus of Palenka and Magic and Luke by some piece, but not with LeBron's fingerprints on it. Mm-hmm. And this is like today, tomorrow, Sunday, Monday is like the perfect time for that piece to run. I'll be interested to see if we see it. I mean, because Saturday,
5: primetime, Lakers-Celtics. Yeah.
0: Oh, man. What a weird game that's going to be. Super weird. Weird energy. Although now the Celtics after the miracle plane ride. <laughs> one of the most miraculous plane rides in sports. <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna run the Where table was now. that plane
2: ride going from? How long was the...
0: Can the flight att- If there's a flight attendant on that plane who overheard it, can you just email us the details? That, that was Boston that was to San Francisco.
2: Boston? So how long of a flight Oakland is that? In.
0: It's you, like six, six, six hours, hours. Yeah. you're flying against flight. the wind, you're, so how long one. do
2: we think he was talking to Brad?
0: I would say maybe f- maybe thirty forty minutes him and Brad, and then and then the other then it four hours the
2: was the rest of the team. Kyrie seems like he's a guy who's got a lot to say.
0: I don't think it's lasting like longer than an hour, though, right. Maybe it's an hour,
2: and then they just like play cards afterwards,
0: yeah, yeah Great. they're all they're all on their phones listening to Kyrie like
4: <laughs> I wonder what Half Kyrie paying attention. <laughs> I wonder with Kyrie, like how much of it, and like this is me trying to put myself in his shoes. I wonder how much of it is him, like trying to just stir chaos and manufacture adversity. Like, like that, that if he felt, oh, this is the way I'm going to be a leader to keep people on edge, right? And then, the, then maybe he realized this is not going to work. The Kobe, LeBron, yes, method and, and then he's like, shit
0: up. time to change it up, time to be cool. I don't know. Well, Kobe was way more in a china shop than LeBron LeBron was like passive aggressive LeBron is yeah. subtle yeah, yeah he's got
2: the you know the Arthur fist on Instagram <laughs> mood he's got the, the I mean honestly a lot of it can go back to Instagram remember when he was leaving Kevin Love out in 2016
0: <laughs> I mean he kind of fucked Kevin Love up I feel like like he, I do feel <laughs> hey, like Kevin, Kevin Love I think Kevin he had Love a, got a ring they that? got a ring. No, yeah, a ring was that, was I think, that? fit in don't, don't
4: fit out something
0: like that right. fit in yeah. that. don't yeah. fit yeah. out yes <laughs> I think the stories, the behind-the-scenes stories of uh, when those guys all yelled at Kevin Love last year, that was, like, really crazy. That
2: is awful. Um, that is awful. It, it just like,
0: seemed like they had no sense of that— also that, seemed
2: like it was a lot of Isaiah Thomas.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> him having a clubhouse heat check.
2: Yeah, exactly.
4: In, I remember, like, I, I've heard recently—not maybe in the past year or something, like, when David Blatt was getting fired, Kyrie wanted to keep him in LeBron— then like those two had a disagreement over that at some point um, so yeah i think it seems like over the years in Cleveland, there was quite a lot of It's also interesting
2: thinking about that in the context of Kyrie's relationship to the current Celtics organization because he, for so long, watched this guy basically have a heavy hand in everything an organization yep. did. I mean, think about it. We're literally talking about the Lakers' mistakes as LeBron's mistakes in free agency from the summer, right? Yeah. What other player gets that kind of say? And, LeBron, and Kyrie watched James it. James Harden. James Harden. In in signings and and that he's firing coaches.
0: Like, are you
5: saying... The perception? Are you saying people or players who would have that or who have executed Who currently have have that. There's no
2: way that Harden can walk in and say, uh, fired Antony. There's no way.
0: Ah! You look like (laughs) you know something, Bill. I just think the... The the five best players in the league have the power, right? Okay, that's- yeah, but, but so, none
5: of them have actually executed yeah. other than LeBron. So whether they I use mean, it or not,
0: Harden's coach did get fired during the season two right. years mm-hmm. ago. Kevin McHale, mm-hmm. he got he got taken mm-hmm. behind the stadium and shot basically. <laughs> um, Giannis. I guess
2: it's just we see. I guess it's just the most public because, like you're saying, LeBron's actually taken that power and done something with it.
0: The ideal guy to have as your superstar is Giannis. He's, like, the embodiment of everything you'd want if you were the oh, owner. Oh, for sure.
2: One watch super, when you—those commercials Super happy
0: in? to be here. The most delightful guy. He's not thinking of anything other than just winning basketball games, and that's, like, the easiest superstar you could ever deal with. That, great guy, great with people. That's what's going to happen if the Bucks
4: make a finals run. The, the, the conversation will be, is Giannis the new face of the NBA? And he very well could be if the, if the Bucks do make that. It was interesting. I, I've run. been
0: watching them because— their historical numbers were kind of interesting there for a little while. They had like the, almost a plus 10 point differential, and they had a chance for a 64, 65 wins at one point. Right. And it was like, what's going on here? Is here? It was like almost the 2008 Celtics were like that, where by the end of the year, it was like, I didn't feel like that was one of the 10 best teams ever, but then by every metric, they kind of were, and it, that's where the Bucs were headed, but then they took a step back. They lost a couple it's recently. Either- from a statistics
4: point of view, they're still ranked very highly. Even like if you look at net rating, that includes all like bad teams. The, the metrics th- are the, really yeah, favorable. Like by. like but even if you ignore all those you know poor teams in the league, they still rank incredibly highly against other playoff caliber teams. Um, when I did the Celtics story, like the Celtics have the third best net rating, but it's like the twelfth best net rating against the the ten best teams. Yeah, Milwaukee is still clear clear far and away number one. Like, yeah. No matter what you're looking at, yeah, it's the inexperience
0: is yeah. the only red flag. But that was the same inexperience mm. Philly had last year.
5: Yeah, and there are only two teams in the East, I believe, that have a plus 500 record against plus 500 teams. Hmm. So it's the Bucks and the Raptors.
0: One team that now I do this—I overreact when I see people in person. Sometimes I did it with Kevin Knox. I really liked him, and he's been a disaster. I think ever <laughs> since I saw him in person, um, I was impressed by Portland, and I, and I think. There's a sneakiness to them heading into the playoffs because of how bad last year's playoffs went, which is like that was last season. Who cares? Um, it's all think about matchups. Yeah, and it was just it w- it happens. Um, I I wouldn't want to see them in round one. Right.
2: Well, the problem with them has been that there's just there's the backcourt, and if that fails in the playoffs, then they don't have much else security, right? And that's what they've been building up since.
0: Right. And they're defensively a little bit better. And I actually think McCollum taking a step back has been weirdly good for them because last year it was a little dueling banjos thing. And this year he hasn't been as good. And But now it's kind of Lillard's team. Like the game that. We, did you go to that game, the Wednesday game? No. It really just felt like it was Lillard's team. And I, I didn't totally feel that last year. I, w- I wouldn't want to see them in the playoffs. I also really like Nurkic. Nerkic, gonna, next Nerkic's time I do really trade value, I'm um, bumping him up more.
4: He's been really good for them. Uh, it feels like Nurkic, ever since you know before the draft, he's always been someone who runs hot, runs cold. This year, he's running hot often. Maybe, maybe it's the situation. Maybe it's his teammates. Maybe he's yeah. happy. Maybe he's matured. But the f- fact is, no matter what it is, Dude dude's been more consistent. He's a legitimately
0: good defensive player. Yeah, he's an elite, yeah.
4: yeah,
5: he's an elite rim protector.
4: Yeah. He really
0: is. And I and so I was really. like, "Am I imagining this?" And I went and looked up, you know, they have those rim protection stats and he was in the top 5.
5: And yeah, he was in the top 3 last yeah. year, I believe as well. It's just why why is Zach Collins not getting any minutes. Yeah, that's
4: <laughs> Oh, at least they have options though. I mean, yeah. if you if you need to go more of a defensive uh oriented center, you could go Collins. If you need scoring, you can go Cantor, I think the options are at least nice. They have another. they fell in love with another white guy.
0: Can't play the canter. They've, Can't they've Lehman now. They don't need Zach Collins. I I like Cantor. I'm the only yeah. one at the ringer who still believes in they him as score. a playoff guy.
2: Yeah. I, you can put him in. Yeah, It'll give you a double, double, yeah.
5: lovely gents, but I, you
0: know, um, Utah, you buying or selling? I'll buy them. Okay. Buy them and like get to round two. Yeah.
2: I say, yeah, they're what happened last year is their ceiling. They won't Who go would further. they play
0: if it ended? i got to look it up. I still can't buy a team that plays Jay Crowder at crunch time. I just, I'm just, like, buying <laughs> you scarred. And, by the way, all due respect to Jay Crowder, I like Jay Crowder, but at some point you have to have five kick-ass guys in your crunch time. You, I don't know. Utah would face Houston if the playoffs well, started Well, they not have four. So I'm, I'm not buying if, if it's Houston. That's not great. <laughs> and they're kind of stuck in the—
2: I think they have a really easy remaining schedule. They're kind of stuck in
0: the three spot. They have the easiest remaining schedule. So
2: okay, thank you. They have the easiest remaining schedule. So maybe they'll bump up. What's what? What's the spot uh, ahead of them? How many games back are they?
0: Can Denver? Denver's a game behind Golden State now.
4: Yeah, right now Portland is tied with. Oklahoma City for the four seed.
0: And but OKC's going to drop if yep, thanks to Paul yep. George's torn rotator cuff that KOC refuses to report.
6: <laughs> <laughs> he needs Tommy,
0: Tommy John surgery and rotator cuff surgery.
5: <laughs> that's KOC's well, nervous well, laugh, too. I no, don't know. I know. He
4: obviously
0: got a text but can't get no, it confirmed. That's
4: no, that's that's not true. Um, it's and, and, they're,
0: and, they're two, and they're two games ahead of Utah in that sixth spot. What? Can we all agree that just get San Antonio out of there? I just can't watch them anymore. It's it, yeah. I, as much as I like Bertons and I've never seen him miss a shot in all the times I've watched League Pass. I'm just kind of just the Kings being in there is so much more fun for me. Right? They need to go off the so four game King sweep will be epic.
5: It's not going to happen, but
4: yeah, the King the King's schedule like it's not. Tough, but there are some really hard
5: games down the stretch. But they, Houston, San Antonio, Houston,
4: Utah, New Orleans, Portland. They don't clean up against grind.
5: bad teams. They, they, yeah. all of their games yeah. are close. They, they suffer from, you know, young teamitis.
2: Yeah, right. but here's Where the thing. Where you play up and you play down.
0: Bagley was a 2010 guy when he yeah. went down. I mean, that was like not an insignificant no. injury. That, when that happened, I was like, fuck, they're not going to make playoffs. How, how, I wanted it so bad.
4: Pretty funny. At the beginning of the season, Jaeger like resisted playing Bagley. Turns out he's pretty good. I mean, it's take, obviously, a rookie is going to take time to develop, but he's really come along well. If they
0: don't make the playoffs, I think that might come back to haunt him from a long-term stability job standpoint. Mm. Would be would be. Were there instinct. already? Were there yeah.
2: like rumors or whispers in the middle of the season about his job security? Because yeah, they, they
0: were furious about the Bagley thing. Cause because they're getting their ass kicked about Doncic, and meanwhile, right. they're like Bagley's good. Right. The dude's mm-hmm. not playing him, and. <laughs>
5: Also, all Jaeger does is just compliment other teams to the point where they're like, why why do you still work here then? Yeah, they,
0: there's <laughs> yeah. that Luca quote that was yeah.
4: sort of out of context. Sure. But but still. You know, yeah, I mean,
5: he's you done know. it for years now, though.
0: Yeah, it's this if he if if he gets knocked out of this job, I think it's gonna be tough to find a third team because the Memphis thing ended really badly too.
4: There were rumblings earlier in the season about Minnesota, but we'll see if they keep Ryan Saunders, which
2: Seems he's, like the Minnesota done, yeah. thing to do. Yeah,
0: he's, I mean, he's on, a he's on the job, I think.
2: Boy, yeah. Well,
0: at least with Saunders, the only thing I care about with the coach for that is can Towns get going? And Towns got fucking going. I yeah. mean, Towns is, has I think a what they need is a player's coach.
2: I mean, if Andrew Wiggins has any hope, it's going to be with a guy who can relate to him. And
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not saying that I would put hope into it, but they do need a player's coach. And he just has the literal look of it. You know, he's like a young guy and he, He's related he's to them for years on the bench. Yeah, so.
0: I just think? want to live in a world where Jeff Green, Cam Reddish, and Andrew Wiggins can all play together <laughs> and just, you're, you're and totally just be out. completely up and down depending on the game.
4: You're out on Reddish.
0: I'm not out on Reddish. Okay. okay.
4: Score like you're, 135 you're in, one game in and, the, and he's one He's the and next and Jeff Green camp, though.
0: I think he's okay. Jeff Green 2.0. I think he'll be okay. better than Jeff yeah. Green, but I still feel like I it's something about it.
4: I don't like. I mean, it's always been a question with him, you know, the yeah. the, the, the mentality and the consistency and the effort level, and the finishing
0: ability. Oh, yeah. Man, and, it, and, it's and, been and bad. And the ball handling.
4: Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, he, and also
0: the like. Obviously, he's with Clutch. We saw pictures of them leaving lunch already. And LeBron sat <laughs> that was
5: like two years ago. LeBron, yeah, yeah, and LeBron was,
0: sat courtside for his game. It wasn't for Zion. It that was, that was is for Cam Reddish. Is the word. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, you know, when you have things taken care of and people promising you stuff already, your incentive kind of. Wins, say uh, the opposite is like somebody like Danny with a to push and push him to write his award-winning food column, <laughs> <laughs> Right and write about do what he does best. Now Chow Down is a sensation. More to come. What's the next Chow Down?
5: Uh, TBD. We're we're still figuring out a, a new uh, location.
0: New location. Who's yeah. we? Who do you figure it out with? The, the do brain you have trust. like you have a yeah. brain trust? Yeah. Who's on uh, your brain trust? Barrier and, and fantasy not Craig Gaines you left him out
5: <laughs> Craig has way too many things to worry about than than think about little old me
0: hmm.
4: Danny, all right. Danny's food columns gave me a new appreci- appreciation of food it's true also oh, eating sure.
5: also yeah. like eating at places in LA yeah definitely <laughs> that man. No, it's
3: true
4: it, it like made me
0: realize food is art yeah um, alright we're wrapping up anything else Louisville for the tournament yes are you allowed to be in the tournament
2: yes <laughs> So can we just no. not anymore?
0: That's a totally fair question. Sometimes Louva's <laughs> not allowed to be in the tournament.
2: That was sometimes.
0: <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> oh, sometimes you're God. allowed. Sometimes you're not allowed.
2: <laughs> okay, bye, Bill. <laughs>
0: bye. <laughs> Danny, see Haley. Uh, Isaac? Yeah. Do you want to make the playoffs or not? Of course I do. Yeah. You do? Yeah. Yeah, I get your pick if you make the playoffs.
5: But convey the pick this year. We don't have to convey it next year.
0: It's, it turns into a second if you don't make the playoffs.
5: It It, take, it turns into two seconds two years later we yeah. would have to convey next year if if we uh if we uh were in the See so you on and
0: you're in on this weird Clippers team.
5: Yeah, I think I think there's a good team and I think it's good it's like an old school thing to say but like get in the first round, you know, have the young guys get a little run, yeah, give Shay give Shay some
0: burn in the yeah. playoffs. It's bullshit cuz we have to send this whole playoff check and they're going to play like two home games and they just <laughs> keep our money. It's like extortion. They're just like, "Yeah, playoff tickets." <laughs> The full price for all four mm. rounds of games. And you're like, wait, oh, really? what? What's going on? You're going to get swept at round one. Why do we have to send a giant check? I'll still go. I'll be excited. <laughs> Isaac, maybe I'll take you. Maybe. Maybe. Not definitely. You have a um, number. <laughs> maybe. Thanks for coming on, guys. Thank Absolutely. you. Thanks. All right, that's it. Thanks again to Zipcruder. Don't forget to go to ZipRecruiter.com slash BS. Thanks to Hulu. Don't forget to check out your free trial there on Hulu.com. And, uh, and thanks to the rewatchables podcast. Cause we have one of my favorite movies coming up next week and you have four days to watch it broadcast news. Um, I think it's in the conversation for five or six best movies of the last 35 years. It has aged wonderfully. It somehow did not win an Oscar, but if you want to catch up with us when we do this, when we'll be dropping it next week, please do check it out and then you'll, you'll be able to enjoy it with us. Also, we're we trying something on this podcast next week. It's a gimmick. I'm really excited about it. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want anybody to steal it. It's too good of a gimmick. So you'll know. We're going to be dropping some random podcasts that I taped two weeks ago. And, uh, and you'll like it. Anyway, enjoy. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, good luck to Tadell FC this weekend. We only have our biggest game in four years. Let's go.